Mike! Tell me something I don't know, Ump. Well, unlike that nasty curveball, there aren't any surprises when you finance your next car with Carvana. You get real terms personalized for you right in your strike zone. Really? Steeride! How am I supposed to focus when you're telling me about Carvana? Well, Slugger, you gotta keep your eye on the ball. Just like you can keep an eye on your customized down and monthly car payments. I can customize those? He's out and on his way to finance his next car with Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Hello and welcome to episode 56, season 3, episode 27 of Two Mr. P's in a Podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. And you are locked in, tuned in, listening to the number one UK educational podcast in... Um, <laughs> in the UK yeah uh, three weeks ago <laughs> well yeah so we've, we've dropped off a little bit from the charts but when I did last look all the other podcasts above us in the charts aren't from the UK so I'm holding on to it and you know why not No, is anyone gonna gonna bring well, it up we, anyone if gonna we can, if we can if we can make stuff up or to take advantage then we can just Got, be just, you'd say just, stuff like you know you're listening to FHM's two Sexiest Brit voices. <laughs> Why not? I oh, don't think my my voice. Not remember my voice. He was moaning about. You know, not after rowing on. I don't have to rowing on. <laughs> so yeah, don't think I, I'll hate, be I hate hearing my voice back. Like, yeah, I, oh, it, it's not it been everyone does though, don't they? Everyone does. But yeah, I said ages ago, didn't I? On a, uh, that I listened to another podcast who was like making these bold claims about being the most, you know, listened to or followed person. This and that, and it's like, hang on, where's the Who's, who's verifying that Where's so it? I think we'll just go for it yeah, we'll the number that, one yeah. UK educational podcast I thought even though it's not really edu- we could say could we say like we're the number one educational comedy podcast in the world <sighs> it's, a, it's a huge statement I don't really know you're, you're the IT's man well I'm going to put it out there if, if there's anyone that thinks there's another one that's that's bigger or better. I feel you. I feel a bit harsh because you started that app like, and you were just like, "Welcome to Miss P, it's me, Miss P," and then the other Miss P, and then you were like, "You are locked in." I was thinking, "Ooh, <laughs> you don't have to remind them. Yeah. They know." We are on week twelve of uh, lockdown, stuck in my garage again because the weather's not great. So a couple of people keep asking where we're recording when the podcast. So Adam literally lives uh, round the corner. Um, so obviously, if the sun's out, we're in his garden social distancing when the weather's not great we're just in my garage again social distancing but both me and Adam have been shielding for uh well we've talked about the reasons why mm. um so yeah so we, we, we're in your, your garage opens out doesn't it from the front of your house so I can just literally yeah it's a shame really because I can't help myself to snacks <laughs> <laughs> you always have these crisp options yeah but so anyway um, hope we're all well uh, again massive thank you for all the support and, and the listens especially over the last week because I know so many schools have been uh, have been opening to uh, year one year six and reception that's uh, right isn't it yeah yeah well, our school's reception, doing it differently year one year six it's, I think everyone's doing it differently yeah everyone's just ignoring the advice from you know because they don't have a clue what they're doing but more on that later uh but i, I, I guarantee forward to it guys <laughs> i feel a rant coming oh it's a ranterful episode i reckon yeah you look, um, you look uncomfortable that, i don't know what that means you've got yeah. rants in the pants i've got rants in my pants but yeah so um 
I reckon if you have been in school this week, or last week, should I say, I wonder how many times you've had to say the phrase social distancing. Or keep your distance. Yeah, I can imagine every teacher's probably had to say it about 200 times a day. Oh, it'll be a lot, yeah. Because I got this message um, off a teacher, which I'll read through. Again, it just goes to show how difficult it is. First day back to school after being uh, in a hub, 10 minutes into... The first socially distanced yard duty on reception playground. One child needed to be stopped from child from child chewing the fence. One child needed to be stopped from chewing the fence. Their reason was they wanted to know what it felt like to be a horse. <laughs> Child's mouth inspected for splinters. I turn around to see another child sucking. What fence is he going for? That a wooden fence. <laughs> yeah. I turned around to see another child sucking on the latch that keeps the doors open oh. on the way to clean the door. And and to speak to another child, I see a child casually licking another child's hand like a cat. While I intervened and marched them to hand washing, explaining all the reasons why licking someone is something we shouldn't be doing, the licker replies, but I didn't touch him with my body, just my tongue, so it's okay. <laughs> I obviously hadn't thought to mention not to lick each other when we discussed how we need to behave. Now school is different. So, how can yeah. you forget that? How can you forget that? <laughs> Have you not been listening to the pod? I know, yeah. Disgusting! Um, I bet everything that's happening is just like, chance. Disgusting, disgusting. <laughs> so yeah, Hark, yeah, I'm sure it's been a struggle with, with everyone. Like in our, because obviously some schools have opened, but in other areas... Um, like Trafford where we are well North West because the R8 has gone up apparently hasn't it yeah so the R8 is now back above one so some authorities have taken the decision not to open uh, reopen now sort of leave it another week or so which you know obviously if that's the safest thing to do that's fine but you know what annoys me about it is first run here we go is that the LA will make, the local authority will make those decisions, but it's then the schools who have to then deal with all the crap. Mm. That's what annoys me. The blowback. It's not the schools who are deciding not to open. They're taking advice from, you know, the senior... um, Top dogs. The top dogs there. But then the top dogs can say it and then do one. Yeah. Just, Just chilling. Whereas the schools are having to then explain to parents who, you know, a lot, a lot of parents are very understanding and understand the safety elements, yet you've then got some parents who don't and are just giving mad crap to all the it's like a, It's like a family with two dogs, like the older dog that the family's had for longer than the newer dog. And then the old dog lays a frosty big crap <laughs> in the living room, then leaves it and the young dog gets the blame. Yeah. And what a, what a, what a um, metaphor analogy. that is. Analogy. analogy. Uh, is it a metaphor? So, so. Which is a metaphor then? A metaphor is when you say something else is something. What do you mean, like as fast as a cheetah? No, that's a simile. No, no, that's a So you were tuned in to the number one educational <laughs> podcast. No, wait, no, I'm trying to think though. So I know that's a simile because I know that. A metaphor is like when you say Rooney is a gold machine, you're saying he's something else. A simile so like is when, when you I say it's myself, like or as. When people call me the big duck. Yeah, that's, is that a, that's metaphor? a metaphor. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. That's it? An analogy is when you liken it to, you, you give a scenario that's similar and to And personification? Uh, is where you give... The clouds are crying! <laughs> Inanimate objects. The clouds are crying. Emotions. That's yeah. all I ever, ever think of. The clouds are crying! <laughs> the clouds are crying. Um, so yeah, I know last, last episode we gave a massive shout out to SLTs, um, as in senior leadership teams. 
not a small little tug. Even though if you do struggle for SLT. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, again, I'm just going to say, hat goes off to you because you're the, being the bearer of bad news. And again, you know, I know so many schools are putting so much time and effort into trying to create the environment where children can be social distance. And then it's like, well, no, we're not actually going to open now. It's going to be another week. So it's just, I just don't think anyone really knows what's going on. It's just a, it's just a, it's a crazy time. It's unbelievable how, um, just how long it's going on for and how, mm. and I was thinking about this, like, you know, the news about New Zealand recently and that amazing. Oh, she's unbeat. Um, what a leader she is, by the way. It is. It's unbelievable. Um, I mean, to compare the way that they've dealt with it to the way Boris. But it's like, but, you know, when like she got asked, like, so, so, you know, so what did you do when, when the, uh, you know, when you found out the infection had gone in? And she was just kind of like, I'm not going to lie, I did a little dance. Imagine Bojo gets asked that question. Imagine, just imagine though. Like, uh, so, so Bojo, uh, how do you feel? It's been ten years, and we finally got rid of it. Uh, yes, uh, but we will never quite get rid of the disease. <laughs> you know, the R rate is still zero point zero one. No, I can imagine him pulling out like a David Brent esque dance. That stupid dance. <laughs> how are you going to celebrate, Boris? I'm going to. A car showroom. <laughs> Gotta buy myself a new set of wheels. <laughs> I feel like I feel like my Boris has has evolved with the times. Like I'm changing my voice. I'm working on it harder. Anyway, what Your I was hair's say, getting there. What I was gonna say was, um, I'm sick and tired of Facebook. Like the only thing I like on Facebook at the moment is. Obviously, the, the little bit of bants here or there, seeing the good news from people who have had babies, because shout out to two of my closest friends who've just had a baby. Two of my closest friends are pregnant. Loads of good stuff <laughs> happening. What are you laughing at? Nothing. Go on. What, something tickled you, has it? <laughs> no. You just, I'll just, to, just, no, go on. Right, anyway. <laughs> what, are, you, are you questioning the amount of friends I have? Anyway. Um, and then, you know, the podcast group is, I absolutely love lit. it. I love, yeah, I love um, you using lit, horrid. He's far too old to use lit. Did you see that then? No, you didn't, because you're listening to this. But when it was like, you were like, the podcast group, and you were like, lit! Um, but then you read, it's like, I follow, I mean, I do follow the Daily Mail. But I only, uh, no, I, only, I only use I only did it for the sport really, and and the gossip, the, the you know the entertainment stuff. But it's You're just the on problem. there. No, I'm not the problem. I don't share it. Anyway, I've got that. And I've got Lad Bible and all this, and it's like you, you go down your home feed, and it's kind of like there's crazy theories, and the amount of times Lad Bible supposedly like get ready, boys, like the pubs are opening, and then <laughs> and then you'll read another article like. Pub's not guaranteed to open. <laughs> and I just like, and then, it is, and then, it is, but then man. the Daily Mail will be like, uh, you know, there's just crazy theories of just like if you eat a bacon sandwich a day, it can kill coronavirus straight from the heart. Yeah, just but that's like, the Daily Mail. They're just idiots. I know but that's what I mean. Like I've never really, obviously, I've never been that bothered about news. I don't think I follow. I don't follow any of the mainstream media pages. Like newspaper pages at all I only do it just for like the breaking news so I think I follow like Lad Bible and that but but it's it's funny we got a question actually uh, listener posted a question do you ever delete unfriend people on your own personal Facebook I do because I don't have any contact whatsoever and I just can't stand the stuff they post 
And I've been very close, to be fair. I've been very, very close to deleting a few people. However... Names! Names! No, because obviously this... But what I don't want to happen with my social media page is it to become such an echo chamber that you don't get other people's point of view. Even though... Speak English. What's an echo chamber? So everyone who has a social media profile will live in a sort of echo chamber, which is that... You know, you follow people who think similar, similarly to you. Right, okay. So your friends, family tend to be similar to, you know, have oh. the same thought process and agree on the same things. Like and obviously, me and you with the same kitchen utensil as more. Yeah. And we were all ladles! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And obviously, Facebook uses the algorithm to keep you on the platform. So we'll fill your newsfeed now with content that it thinks you're going to engage with and it tends to be content that reaffirms your beliefs in certain things and so you know if you're left wing right wing whatever it might be and you've even been studies now to show that if you follow as many left wing pages as right wing pages um the Facebook algorithm will still steer you towards one side of the argument based on what you engage with. So, you know, for example, if you stumble across a flat earth theory video and you watch it for longer than 30 seconds, Facebook will go, this guy likes that content, let's send them more. So you become, you see more and more of yeah, it. Yeah. So, so I, see, I just this... see loads of people falling over and wrestling. <laughs> to be fair, I, but I mean, you went pure IT on me then. Like I could see it in your eyes. You were passionate. It was IT. You were no, talking just, about things like left wing and right wing. I genuinely that's go, nothing to do with IT. No, no, but, I, I, yeah, but to me, it's it's wingers. It's, it's Giggsy. <laughs> it's Bex. Like, I don't. I, I genuinely, you ask me now, who's left wing, who's right wing. I, I couldn't tell you. Genuinely. You don't know. You don't know who, no, who swear Boris to, is. Swear to God, did not, did, wouldn't know. I'd go left wing. Oh my God! You can't hear it. But why does it bother me? Why? Why should I be bothered about it? We need to understand the no, basis no, of, the the poli- of, the day, of the politics. I've told this. I've said this. Labour's left pod. wing. Right. Just remember, le left, le Labour. Right. Yeah. Stop <laughs> it. There's one phonics. No. But I am. Um, yeah, but this is the thing. And then right wing is Tories. Yeah, but I'm not one of... You're interested in stuff like that. At the end of the day, I'm very much interested in, in uh, you know, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. So I'm not going to bore myself to death with Live rubbish. fast, die young. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, you know, Dad Dad is, is our absolute hero. And at the end of the day, you know, I love the way Dad is and how he brought us up. So I just follow him. And I know it sounds ridiculous, but... <laughs> I just follow him. As in, if he goes, listen, Labour do this, 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 I'll be like, right, sweet, I'm voting Labour. But if he then suddenly turned around and was just like, right, yeah, but Bojo does this, 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 I'd be like, no, I'm still going Labour. Because now you're the person <laughs> I follow. No. Yeah, so what, going back to the original point... On, I, don't want um, people, no, I, don't want, I don't want listeners to think, like, he's, he's an imbecile, he's, he's an idiot. <laughs> but at the end of the I day... I don't think they think that. They know it. <laughs> We're fifty-six episodes in. Yeah, but I think I, I'd like to think that people listening to this will be thinking, yeah, but because at the end of the day, what apart from voting, which I do religiously, yeah. what else can I do? Me reading, read a, me reading it. Yeah, <laughs> me, reading, me reading a ten-minute article on the left wing and then ten-minute article on the right wing. Why bother? I'd, I'd prefer to swatch some on Netflix. <laughs> It's about uh-huh. reading. I'll read the TV, Mac, to yeah. see what's on. Yeah. yeah but anyway, um, sorry, go on. So so going back to it, like, I... 
No, no, what I'm saying is I don't delete people, even though I've got a few people, and, and I've had friends, because we obviously what what you do then in your Facebook, sorry, your WhatsApp group, is your screenshot oh, statuses. Oh, yeah, screenshots McGee. Yeah, your screenshot statuses of complete imbeciles spouting absolute rubbish. And then some of my mates will be like, well, why are you still following them? And I'm like, a couple of reasons, right? And number one, to get the other side of the argument. Plus you, yeah, and you care about how many friends you've got on Facebook. <laughs> no. no. you do. I don't. You not do. my personal one. Couldn't give a, if it's the answer to Mr. P, yeah. when, Your personal one, when we were younger, when like, your, say you had 300 friends and then suddenly it was 299, you would go through every single one and, and try and figure out who deleted you. <laughs> no, you would, you would. No. You'd use your he's IT talking, skills. He's talking rubbish. You'd go into the World Wide Web. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I um, no, I keep them on just to see what they're saying um, and obviously see it from the other other side because otherwise you become so so closed. But there's a couple of people now who are so into the conspiracy theories. It's just embarrassing, absolutely embarrassing. But the other thing I don't do is I don't obviously engage because you never win there either. Mm. But obviously in the past week, it's been awful with, uh, you know, everything obviously going on. And the whole, just anyone who comes up with the whole all lives matter stuff, I'm just like, face palm, get a grip. You need, it's just ridiculous. But I have to, I, I don't delete them because it's like, I need, the other reason as well is with certain people on my Facebook, I carry on following them just so if I ever feel down and then they put a status on, it gives me a bit of a um, a lift because I always think, ah, I could be worse. Yeah, yeah. I could, could be. I could be like really good mates with this person or I could even be this person. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know, people who like, some of the stuff I've seen in the past week has been atrocious. But just generally speaking, some of the things that get shared and some of the status and, I mean, I, I one thing, because a couple of my mates have completely come off Facebook now because... Um, I think it's happening more and more. I've got quite a yeah. few friends who've come off. I honestly, I honestly use Facebook for the pod group yeah. to upload, um, you know, pictures of my kids for, for, for specifically family members to have mm. a look at, and mates to have a look at, and then obviously you just tag tag. I always tag my mate in funny stuff like my mate in Australia. <clears throat> I always tag him when it's a random United player's birthday. <laughs> Yeah. But what I'm saying is you've got to see it for what it is. You've got to realise what it is. And I think a lot of people sort of treat it as if it's reality. And and social media's not reality. I just don't I just don't really I couldn't give two, Yeah, yeah, but I think shinies. I think you can become you can become so immersed in this world yeah, that yeah. you live in your own little filter bubble and it can really affect your mood. You've just got to take it for what it is. People use it as a way of getting their voices heard. And to be fair, not everyone should have their voices heard, but it's that you just gotta play it. Going back by the way, what, what about made this for a saying? Just before you come when I said a, a minute ago, because I just thought about the all lives matter stuff, I'm against people who say that and there's been loads of it you know uh, all lives matter and obviously they do but at the minute it's black lives that matter we talked about it last week on the pod and so people who don't get understand the argument just wind me up so much and like we said I've been reading so much and listening to quite a few podcasts in the last week to try and educate myself about this issue but yeah some of the sort of um, just it's just ridiculous 
lack of understanding. And what really annoys me is the, the lack of will to learn about the issue, which is, is, is silly. But go on, what were you saying? What's he saying? I was going to say, other Mr. P coming up with an absolute brand new spanking saying for you is when you're on your social media, take it with a pinch of sugar <laughs> and always keep it sweet. What do you think about that? So let's say a pinch of salt. So I never even understand what that means anyway. Take it with a pinch of salt. It's yeah. like, don't believe it. We'll take it with a pinch of sugar. Yeah. Just keep it sweet. Yeah. That's good, isn't it? I'll tell you a funny one that I heard the other day is that um, the whole coronavirus pandemic is a complete and utter fallacy. It's not even real. And this, by the way, is coming from someone who is um, someone that I follow. Not follow, but is like friends of a friend who is a celebrity who is deemed a celebrity, and some of the stuff that they're coming out with is utter, utter garbage. You try and tell her about the group of Pams that tried to attack me. <laughs> She's saying that's fake. I was in the middle of that pandemic. Oh, Mick. <laughs> oh, my Christ. <laughs> Pamademic. Um, but, yeah, that was the funny one last night, just going on about how we're all being lied to, and this is all an experiment about how we uh, I do will think collude I- to the... Da, 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 and I'm going, no, because the thing... The, the rebuttal to all those arguments that says corona is not even real is um, this, this government would not have put the economy in the position it's had to put it in if it wasn't real. You know, there's just no way that would ever happen. Yeah. So it's just utter, utter... BS. Anyway, <laughs> enough of that. How's your week been, Adam? Uh, yeah, it's been all right, to be fair. Um, I say all right, it's been like the other 11 weeks. Um, <laughs> the same old. It is, it's just same old, same old shiznet <laughs> another day. Um, it is becoming very monotonous, isn't it? It is. It's just Groundhog Day, isn't it? I literally wake up, do the kids breakfast, play with the kids... Do whatever work I can do. Get my work done. Get my work done. Um, but yeah, it was funny. Throwing Isla back in the mix. So we were FaceTiming my mum the other day. And uh, Isla's... I don't know if anyone else has experienced this with their young'uns. Obviously, Isla's four now in nursery. And she's 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 massively missing, like, her friends and her cousins and, her, and my, my mum and dad and everything. And it's just like you can feel like the emotions are starting to kind of get all kind of messed up. Like she's yeah. very kind of mixed. Like she's one minute, she's really happy next minute. Probably just being a kid as well, but it's a strange time. Mm-hmm. But we're FaceTiming my mum and she was saying to my mum like, Grandma, can I come to yours for a tea party? And then my mum, you know, you just can't, I mean, we featured... Sorry, I'm busy. We featured... Gotta work. We featured... Um, Be on the street corner. We featured, yeah. <laughs> what would you do if Big Mac was there? No? Um, and, you know, Mum featured on the pod last week and she she was just kind of saying, like, I promise you, once it's all over... And then I was a bit like, well, what's over? And she was kind of like, when there isn't germs and disease. Sat there like, Jesus... <laughs> And then, she, then I just went, I know where there's germs. And I don't know if I mentioned this weeks back, because she basically said that a kid in a class, I'll change his name to Edward, um, had licked the television. She was like, Edward licked the television. That's why we can't <laughs> see Grandma. And I was like, right. And then she just went, I know why we can't see Grandma. And I was like, oh, why? And she was like, Edward. And I went, 
I was like, Evelyn's taking a rough roll in a lockdown here. And she went, so I thought she was going to say about licking the TV again. She went, he went for a wee and he, he didn't wash his hands. And I was like, I was just like, Edward, wash your hands, mate. Um, but she, she's, you know, she's doing well. It's just, it's like, I have to be honest, I'm like, I am an absolute coaster at the moment. I am up and I'm down and I'm okay. And I'm, 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 I'm corona kind of, coaster. So you're talking about the corona coaster, right? You're like you're on the you're on the way up, and it's like the anticipation, and it's like oh, I can't wait. Then you go over the little hill thing, and then it's like you go down, and it's just kind of like no, I'm gonna die. <laughs> and then you kind of you know that little bit where it goes like like that. Yeah. Then that's where you're kind of a bit like, ooh, yeah, meh, it is what it is, you know, kind of thing. And I just feel like that's me constantly. Mm. I can't really, um, but I'll tell you something funny, right? Because it's been a bit of a more serious start to the ep, I think. Um, but let me tell you something funny, right? So, randomly the other day, I received a text message, uh, which you rarely get nowadays, do you? It's, it's you normally WhatsApp. Yeah. Text messages are either from Domino's or O2. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's one of them two. It's Domino's or two. Or Domino two if he if he send at the same time. And then I don't know what happened. I kind of just accidentally scrolled up on my text messages. And then it just was going for so long and I just thought, oh god, I wonder how far back it goes. So I went right back and the bottom message, like literally on my phone, was um the last time we used it was on the 25th of February, 2013. And it was with my now wife. But right. back in these days, obviously she was a teacher at the school. I was a TA working mm-hmm. with good old Cockney John, right? So I scrolled back through these messages and I was sat with Kim and we were laughing because it was, and people know this, it, the stuff, and we've talked about it before, the stuff you used to say, the stuff you used to do, it makes you it makes you so cringe cringe unbelievably and then there was just this thing where because we, we, me, me and Kim have got an extraordinary love story where um, <laughs> where it was kind of like boy meets girl boy didn't drive or he lived at home with his parents <laughs> boy was overweight <laughs> so it was funny because you can just see the kind of progression. It starts as like friends. Wait, are you saying you're not overweight anymore? No, no. I'm definitely. I was definitely. You can see the progression. I was, I was definitely in better shape back then. <laughs> but like, you can just see like, um, you know, this times where I'm coming on a bit strong and then she's coming on a bit strong and things like that. But then there was a, there was a point where, and we always we know our dates. Like we shared our first kiss on Valentine's Day, twenty thirteen, and things like. That. Sorry, am I boring you? <laughs> you go on about my rant. Yeah, but people. This gonna be, is sickening. People stuff. are going to be enjoying this. Are right? they? Get to the point. Right, um, go on then. Get gonna to be, the point. Going to be thinking this other Mister P is one romantic gent. Anyway, you're rude. I mean, that's <laughs> not rude. rude. Anyway, right. So there was a point where I messaged her, and this was. This was at the cusp of like, I think I'd rang her and told her that I'd liked her after that drunken night I've spoke about it before. I rang her and told her that I liked her and then anyway, week or two goes by and then I sent this message saying, can't believe you're not in today. I'm really going to miss you, 
right? Which was a text that you... You shouldn't really be sending his bit. So then I She's put... She's still the, with the, the guy? Yeah, she was still with the guy. Well, no, that that was basically over, but she was still living with the guy. Right. So, so there was a lot of things to sort out. But then... And, 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 and can I just be clear, by the way, um, that nothing happened between... I did not have... <laughs> <laughs> sexual relations with that woman uh, until she was out of it with this guy but then in, so I'd sent I'm really going to miss you and then I sent a message straight after I did the double text the double down right, right saying sorry don't want to sound totes eags <laughs> right I said to Kim oh, no. totes eags and then she was like yeah do you not remember you went through a phase of saying it as a joke she was like, toes. And he used to say it to wind Cockney John up. I remember it now. I used to be like, he'd do something like, oh, yeah, brother. And I'd go, oh, mate, that's totes hilarious. And he'd go, what? He'd go, why, why, what? He was like, you're saying toes when you can say totally. You're saying hilarious when you can say hilarious. Just say totally hilarious. And I'd be like, mate, that's totes. That's two extra syllables. Right, so... I, I was laughing at totes eags, right? And the reason why is it brings back things like, you know, we've spoke about like old email addresses, just stuff from when you were yeah, younger yeah. days was so cringe. People are going to have, this is, I'm not talking like confession, but people are going to have horrendous stuff they said, did, <laughs> or anything. And I want to know. I'm just saying I want to know. You know, I'm totes eags to know. <laughs> what people's email addresses saying yeah. <laughs> secure bank numbers. Yeah. <laughs> I just I, do you know what I'm annoyed you, you were so rude during my my story there you no you I didn't seem totes eags I tell you what it is before the re- episode recorded and we were talking about what we're going to talk about I said I want to talk about this which I'm going to talk about in a minute and you went oh god everyone's going to be so bored <laughs> And then you just you just said a story that was rubbish. Don't even go there. Yeah, my story. Pot calling kettle. Nah, no, I'm not having it. I just I think I think the thing is when you're blabbering on and I'm trying to stay awake. It's like that scene out of Clockwork Orange. I need to tape my eyes open. I, I, you know. Well, let's just say I know how I know how it now feels to be on the receiving end oh, of things. I, I just what... can't believe it. Can you believe this? You're witnessing the end of two Mr. Thieves. I'm gonna you, do a, I'm gonna I do just a can't rabbit. Believe, like, I don't you going through your past history. It's not my past history. Especially not my browser history. <laughs> but <laughs> No, but People, you asked me how my week was been. That was the highlight of my week. That's <laughs> what I mean. I've got nothing else to say. I've got nothing <laughs> No, I'm the same. I'm the same. Anyway. Oh, are you moving on to your bit? I cannot wait. <laughs> right, let me tuck in. <laughs> no, my week's been all right. My week's been okay. So, obviously, tomorrow we welcome the arrival of little Winnie. Um, but you know, I'm not going to go on about it. Just going to say it's, she's coming tomorrow. Yeah, been really excited. We've, we've just been. In fact, I got most excited um, because I got my first freebie about the dog. Someone who listened to the episode last week. Oh yeah. Um, the Dirty Dog Bar on Insta. Give him a follow. What's it called? Dirty Dog Bar. Like that. <laughs> it's like my. It's like what I'd call my bar if I opened it. <laughs> 
Come for a free cocktail at the Dirty Dog Bar. It does sound like a bar you'd find in Benidorm, innit? Like two for one cocktails. But no, they do, um, they do like, uh, shampoos and soaps and stuff for dogs. So they sent through a couple, which was lovely. So yeah. So that's what's going to be happening tomorrow. Anyway, uh, just to interrupt you, I found another old text <laughs> message. <laughs> but no, so it's been a, it's been a bit of a mad week um, for me because, uh, like, obviously with with lockdown, um, I, I only work part time in my school, and then the rest of the week I'm here, there, and everywhere doing my CPD, doing my training school. So once lockdown happened, that's completely stopped, and of course that means you know apart from the wage I get from being part-time at school nothing else was coming in uh, apart from obviously the website so I've been mainly focusing on the website during lockdown and we've offered half price subscriptions to schools to try and help them as well and that's sort of been keeping us ticking over but I've had loads of requests to do like online conferences yeah. like online webinars training sessions and I've and, and, yeah and to be fair I've been very reluctant because I just think I just don't think it's going to compare to doing it face to face. Smelling you in real life, <laughs> no, but smelling you know that breath in real life. I just because this is this is what we were saying. Weren't, this is what we were saying, weren't we? About because we were considering doing the um, podcast over like a Zoom, yeah, uh, initially to record it. But I just think without that face to face, it just doesn't it, doesn't resonate. Yeah, it just doesn't doesn't come. Ac- yeah. Anyway. Um, but I've had loads of requests and then I got a message the other day um, and I know I've mentioned this before on the podcast pod, pod, what's I say? podcast about these pretenders who, who have come on my training before basically sat there, took all of my ideas and are now doing their own training using all of yeah. my ideas now listen teaching's, teaching's a profession where we're there to help each other and anyone who ever comes to my training and sits there and gets inspired and you know just comes away just blown away by all these innovative inspiring engaging ideas that's exactly what it's there for and to go back into your classroom and use those ideas to enhance teaching and learning is exactly what it's all about what i have a problem with are these people who then decide oh i fancy doing that so what i'm going to do is i'm going to start doing my own conferences training sessions but rather than using my own original ideas that i developed for the classroom what i'm going to do is i'm going to go on mr p's website and i'm going to nick all of his ideas and i'm just going to pass it off as if i mean i struggle when people do it and they're getting paid and they're standing in front of an audience and they use my ideas and they go and they actually say this is from mr p i, I you know all right they're giving me credit but at the same time you know, you're being paid to basically tell people my stuff. That that yeah, yeah. Is, is is one level to it. But the worst, because I think there's a real etiquette to this, is when people just blatantly rip off your ideas, make money from that, and don't give any credit at all. Now, there's there's a few people out there like that, and mm. it's something I've talked about before that you've just got to deal with in this game. And I've tried to put a positive spin on it in that whenever that happens, I'm like, right, well, this is just it motivates me to be more one step ahead of the game sort of thing but it is it does get on top of you sometimes especially when people get cre- you know they put yeah, on a pedestal yeah. almost when, and you're like hang on I've had people win awards where they've just nicked my stuff used it and suddenly the awarded teacher so it does it does frustrate me and it does wind me up and so I get messaged all the time 
saying, oh, have you seen this person's used this from your thing? And have you seen this person? And then someone sent me a message, like, this person's doing Zoom CPD sessions, um, and it sounds exactly like your stuff. So I was like, right, okay. So I had a little look, and it did look exactly like, like my stuff. And I've had a few messages about this person before. Ooh, I love the smell of fresh need in the morning. <laughs> no, and I just thought... Mm, it finally gave me the kick up the backside to say, right, give it a go. Because my thought has always been, what's the point in people paying to do an online Zoom session when you can sign up to the website and there's nearly seven, 800 videos on there that you can just watch anyway? Mm. So I just didn't think people would be interested in it if the website's got all the videos on there anyway. But I thought, do you know what? Life's too short. Let's go for it. So I decided to, to put on just an hour and a half a Zoom CPD session, which will be happening tomorrow, well, Wednesday today, innit? so it'll be happening tomorrow night. And yeah, just, just put it out there, half an hour, sold out. I was like, bloody hell, did not expect that. I'm not going to lie, I was absolutely buzzing. Absolutely I bet, I bet the copycats bought every ticket and he's just going to make <laughs> notes on his own. Then just sell it off again. It's me and him. It's a good investment if I buy a hundred tickets at a fiver, but then I sell my course at seven fifty. Yeah. Um, so, so I then, thought you were going to call in uh, Ross Kemp. I thought you called in the other Mitchell brother. Just go and get him, Adam. All right, bro. No, the thing is, I don't. I don't call. You know, I'm not going to name names because I think teachers are intelligent enough to see through it. You can imagine that on ITV, though, couldn't you? On ITV Hub, <laughs> Ross Kemp on copycats. <laughs> But it, I mean, it's, it's so frustrating because if you go back to when I first started, you know, six, seven years ago, and you look at my blog posts from then, if I ever, and it's not stuff I do on my training, this is just blog posts, if I ever see or inspi- I'm inspired by someone else's stuff on Twitter, first thing I'll always say on my, all my blog posts is, inspired by this idea from such a person, go and give them a follow. I did this yeah. in my class. Well, it's just an that. etiquette you do, to yeah, it. You do that anyway, you do it It's in just podcasts. an etiquette to it. But this is the thing, I think with a lot of the CPD online training that you have, you get two types of people. You get your innovators and you get your curators, right? So your innovators are the likes of Pi Corbett, the likes of Alan Pete, uh, John Murray, Jane Considine, who have created their own approach, whether it, you know, they've created their own vision of what they think education should be like. And then what they do is they go into those schools and they train people on their vision, on their strategy, on something that they've developed themselves. And that's, that's for me, I have so much more respect for people like that than the other ones who are what I like to call curators. And what they do is they go, right, I'll take a little bit of that and a little bit of that and a little bit of that and I'll package it up as a training day and I'll go into school and almost like hoodwink a school into paying me money and then it's happy days and it's just bad bad fo- bad form. Bad form. Bad form. I, what makes me laugh there is you'll have people listening to this who are proper, you know, into their education, like people and stuff, and you were just name dropping. It's like a, it's like a person being like, yeah, I work with the Rock and I work with Jason. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying no, no, that. No, I, work with them. I know, but you know all them. Yeah, don't yeah. You? And then no, but one thing, people will be listening to this like, oh my god, that's it for them. I was saying, it's like, who? <laughs> no, but I don't necessarily. I know Alan P though. Yeah, I know Alan P. Like, shocked, I... scared. <laughs> Intrigued. Like I love Alan Pete, and what Alan Pete did for me in when I first started, I'll, I'll he plugged you, didn't he? Yeah, and but you he did he did chosen. it the right, <laughs> he did it the right way because 
what he did was he sort of brought me under his wing and didn't make me work for him. He made me create my own company and supported me. Now, I know there's so many other people out there that would have gone, no, you're going to work for me and I'm just going to take a cut of everything you do. You know, that sort of thing. So I'm always forever I grateful. I think the person who would have wanted a cut would have been Pat Kilbert. <laughs> he didn't want to slice of the pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We're back, yeah, baby. I, like, I like some of pie stuff. I like this. Obviously... Whether whether I what agree, kind? cherry apple. <laughs> 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 I like I like um, I like some of the stuff, but the, the thing is, they have their own vision and they follow that vision and they believe in it. That's what it's the ones who go right. I'm just going to nick a bit. It just really winds me up. So anyway, um, I got I was then inundated. I think this was Sunday. Inundated with so many messages from people going like, "Can't believe I missed out. Are you going to do another one? Are you going to do another one?" So I was like, <laughs> "Your desperate voice." <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I honestly, I was, I was blown away. By it. How did you read it? Someone takes you like, oh no way, I missed out. You going like, listen to this, Claire. Oh no way. <laughs> Look how desperate they are. Oh no. <laughs> I bet you were like, no, with like one o. No. Nah, I'm only joking. Nah, I'm proud of you. I, um, I'm surprised you didn't do it earlier. No. Um, well, it was just I was just so focused those on those lazy lockdown days. No, it wasn't that. I've been I've been plucking away at the website. Like now, if you look at the website and the amount of topic pages we've done, it's 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 building up nicely. I think if lockdown carries on, I'll probably have covered the whole curriculum before long. But anyway, I've since put on some more dates, and they've sold out like so quickly, which is just so overwhelming. And and then and I received more messages going. Oh, no. <laughs> I am. Actually- I can't believe it. <laughs> um, so I put on six because I put one and then I was like right I'll just put three in the diary and then sell them and then they sold within an hour so it's just um, amazing like no. I've just been buzzing absolutely buzzing but then it gave us an idea so this is what I'm, we're building to now oh, yeah. guys because uh, we've obviously had a couple of requests uh, from people in the pod group as well and I was thinking right so as long as everything goes well tomorrow which is the first one that I'm doing. As long as it all works out, we're going to go for it. So, obviously, we've got, I think it's like six weeks before the end of term, give or take. Yeah, roughly, So, this, once we've done this episode, if we carry on with the weekly apps, it's going to be five episodes to the end of the season. We are going to take a well-earned break over the summer holidays, just because otherwise... (laughs) Yeah. We are probably going to lose it with each other. <laughs> no, it's not that. You're just going to be like, it'll be story time, won't it? Me, me sat here like, you ready? The cat <laughs> sat. Um, but we thought to to end the season, end what's been the longest, the longest ever season. Yeah, yeah, well, the longest, yeah, season of the episode. Well, when was when did what episode we did we start in September? Didn't we? I know, yeah, but what episode was it that we started this season? Because it was a Man Kid episode, wasn't it? No, we started this season. This season, season We'll just go three. back and it'll be uh, the one in September. Was it not? It's that one to record the best podcast episode ever, doubt it. So that's episode 30. Yeah, 30, yeah. So we'll, half of the podcast episodes we've ever done will be in this season. That's crazy, it? that. Yeah. That's crazy. So um, we thought, right, well, we're going we're gonna to end on a big one. We're going to end on a high. What could we do? So this is what we, we've got planned. On Friday, the... 17th of July, Friday night, 17th of July, we are going to be doing a live one-off 
podcast episode. So this is different to the live shows. The live show, we've got a show for that. The dates are up on the website. That's going to be happening in 2021. This is just going to be basically what you're listening to now, like a live episode, but it's going to be a video and it's going to be after hours. It's going to be few drinks involved. We've got a couple of things in the pipeline, planning wise, aren't we? Yeah. Just to make it a little bit different. But it's an end of year party, in it. Mm. When it comes down to it, you can't. You're not going to be able to go and have your end of year do. So what we're thinking, unless is Bojo opens those, hook pubs. up, hook up with your schoolmates, get yourself a ticket for the live Zoom thing. Individual then, ticket. Yeah, you're live. <laughs> don't share the don't share the thing card. And then, um, and then just you can be you can be chatting to your mates, watching, yeah. listening. It's a one-off. It'll be it's interactive, be, so you can... It's not going to be repeated. Send questions during the episode. You can join in with the bants as we as we get through it. So it's just... ICT said he'll show you one nipple. <laughs> if we sell over 200 tickets, ICT will show you a nipple. <laughs> it's a very hairy nipple. <laughs> you, don't want to see, you don't want to see the burger nips. You don't want to see the burgers. <laughs> <laughs> no, so... Um, just before we started recording this episode, we put the event on Eventbrite. It's also linked on the website as well. Um, so we're not sure how it's going to happen yet, whether we're going to do it on Zoom or whether we're going to do it on YouTube, because it'll depend on how well, many whether people... whether we're even going to do it. What's <laughs> the ticket? Um, but what's mad, what's auto-auto madness, is um, we put the Eventbrite... On. So we made like, and again, shout out to Sadler Doodles for the for the uh, picture that he's done for us as well. And in what half an hour since we published it, eight people have already bought a ticket. Like, how do they know about it? I don't know. But thank you to those eight people. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, so yeah, get your tickets. Fire a ticket. It'll be funny because people can just sit, get you know. Get, get a drinks, few drinks. In. We're going to be doing some drinking games. We're going to be doing. It's just going to be two Mr. P's after dark. Like I said, yeah. ICT with Mr. Nip. <laughs> you just don't know what'll happen. It's crazy, man. No, but it's it's just it, yeah, live episode. It's not. It's just going to be exclusive. So if you don't join, then you won't. You won't. Sit. We're not then going to post it afterwards. We're just going to do it as a one-off. We're going to share examples uh, of some of our favourite features. We'll do all the favourite features. We'll obviously get Cockney John to contribute in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, you can do a special uh, notorious view. Yeah, spe- we're just going to make it as like a big because, like, like I say, normally you do your end of year gig, don't you? Do end your, of year party. Yeah. Party, um, and obviously we're going to miss out on that as well. So we just thought we'd do something, something special uh, for all of the listeners, and um, and yeah. <laughs> so get your tickets. If you just go to the website. Two Mr. P's podcast, the number two MRPS podcast. Go to live show. You can obviously get your tickets for the virtual live streamed episode, 17th of July. Is that right? Yeah. Um, but then obviously the tickets are there for all the other actual live shows. So it's it's going to be different to that. I want to make that clear because those tickets are still going. Although I think the Brighton one's pretty much sold out. Oh yeah. So so this this live episode is nothing like the live show. So it's a live episode, not a live show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to be uh, yeah. I'm I'm pretty excited. For yeah, it. it should be good. And if you can self 
How many shows out? Six shows out? Six shows. Then you yeah. add me to the mix. <laughs> <laughs> well, this will be a test, won't it? We'll see, eh? We'll see how it goes. Shouldn't have talked about them text messages now. <laughs> <laughs> But no, just uh, just uh, appreciate all the support and um, well, I think, we'll I be think, posting I think what I think the, what's uh, good about Facebook it is group. we spoke about it, didn't we? At this, like, kind of a couple of weeks into lockdown, a couple of people were posting about yeah. can we do something on Instagram Live and stuff. I mean, never really, like you said, never really thought about it. Well, I just didn't think it'd come across if we couldn't do it together. Is what I'm, within the same room? Yeah, yeah. But we'll, should, we should be able to do that. We should be able to whether we keep our two meters. But then also, I just think Boris the fact that the fact of you know how how um, popular the podcast has been over the lockdown, how, yeah. how how many people it's helped. I just think it'd be a nice kind of um, it'd just be a nice way to hopefully draw a line under what's been an unbelievably kind of crazy time. And then obviously summer holidays. Yeah. And when we're and back we'll in September, back we'll, have, we'll have fresh stuff, brand new text messages to bring you. <laughs> no, wait, can you imagine? Well, yeah. God knows what's going to happen in season four. I'll be like, I, I went on this text message from uh, August <laughs> 2020, which was last month. Um, talking of messages from people about how it's helped, I'll just share this one. Uh, and again, we really appreciate all the feedback. I first want to say how brilliant your podcast is. You are both fantastic and definitely brighten up my day. I've been following your page for a long time, but I've never listened to them. The podcast, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been following your page, but I found your voice really droning on. Lockdown has been a really difficult time for me. This time of year is very difficult. I'd usually go away and spend time with friends, but obviously... This hasn't been able to happen. Emotions all over the place and feeling really down. I decided to listen to the podcast and they've definitely helped to take my mind off everything for a while and have me crying with laughter. So much so, I have started working my way through from the beginning and with working from home, I can listen to quite a few. Keep up the good work and I can't wait for the next podcast. I genuinely, when we receive messages like that, I buzz off them. Yeah. I ge- honestly, I feel when when I ever read anything on Instagram or um, when people post really nice stuff on the group, it does just it just makes you feel mint, doesn't it? Even, yeah. when, even when I'm having a bit of a down day, mm. literally one of their messages where it's kind of like, oh, you know, great podcast, so funny, and this and this and this. I'm just like, you know what? Yeah. yeah. Why, why should I be down? I'm a funny guy. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I've had that the last the last week because obviously with, with just everything like the the Zoom CPD stuff is just giving me such a positive because I just didn't think the interest would be there, and then so I'm hoping it's going to be the same with this live episode because it'll be. Uh, yeah, but you're worried. You, you said this. You were like, oh, we won't sell ten tickets. I'll buy ten. <laughs> No, I didn't prove say, you wrong. No, no, I just, I just, yeah. No, I, I, I know what you mean because it's, it's one of them, innit? It's, it's like when we first. I, did, I, I have a fit. It's like I've when we a, first did the live show. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, who wants this? But then, but then, you know, going back to the live show, we should have been in Belfast a couple of weeks back. We should have been um, in Winchester this weekend coming, yeah. shouldn't we? Leicester last week. We should have been in Leicester last week, and you know, it's it's so gutting because you, you know my weekends are coming and going, and I am doing sweet FA like yeah. absolutely nothing yet if we'd have been travelling down no. having drinks seeing people you know taking pictures at the end I, I buzz off at me so 2021 
Yeah. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna live it up. I'm gonna be so smashed every show. <laughs> it's gonna be unreal. I'm gonna you are gonna be on tentacooks. <laughs> oh, I'm not looking forward to that. I'm just gonna How you doing Manchester? You're in Leicester! That's what I said. That's what I'm worried about. Is that us being in, in Belfast and you being like, Yes Leicester! <laughs> like, mate, we got on a plane <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> We flew here. How are you doing, Lester? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, we'll all get back to. I know everyone's good, but it's just the podcast definitely gives us a bit of a lift, um, and your support means absolutely everything. So we're hoping that 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 live show is just a big sort of thank you, and uh, we'll make the most of it. Just got to actually plan it up. Yeah, <laughs> gonna read some material, man. And with Adam, that's uh, harder than you think. I'm going to do the whole thing in my Boris voice. <laughs> Imagine an hour and a half. Hello. <laughs> uh, two fingers of your drink. Because uh, I said mank, kid. <laughs> D- doubt it. Uh, anyway, right. So that's, that's something to put in your diaries. Get your tickets. And because, um, like I say, we'll we'll see how we get on. Limited, you know. Speak to your schoolmates. Get everyone on board. Everyone doing it at the same time. Yeah. Drinks, 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 and then by the end of it, we'll all be smashed. I <laughs> did <laughs> Zoom world. <laughs> We're on YouTube. <laughs> uh, right. Shall we get into the first feature of the episode? Okay, so COVID of the week, and um, apologies if you were listening to the previous episode and the jingle played halfway through me and Adam talking. Um, just a little bit of a technical glitch there on, on editing the podcast through. Some I'm high quality IT. Yeah, but what I would say is the reason for that is normally when we finish the podcast, Adam will then go home or I'll go home and then I'll just like quickly check through it and then publish it. Last week, we just carried on chat. So basically what I'm saying here is it's Adam's fault that that happened because he was distracting oh, me from doing my... It. You're giving it both barrels here. You're looking at two metres, mate. Tell you what, looking two metres. But anyway, I re-uploaded it and I think for most people it was fine. But yeah, COVID of the week. And I think COVID of the week... Um, are we going to do an end of season COVID award? <laughs> yeah, maybe we should do some. Co- <laughs> oh, some end of season awards. Yeah, yeah that's a good show. Um, Don't give it away. Don't give it away. <laughs> no, I think I think it's got to be the government this week, uh, purely because they've obviously backtracked on what they originally said that all children will be back to school for at least four weeks before summer. Yeah, and now they've come to the conclusion that that isn't going to happen, and I'm just really surprised that this government have had to backtrack on that because it's just so out of character for this government to do that, isn't it, Adam? <laughs> you don't have a clue what I'm talking about. That was, well, I thought that was at the end of the day, being I, sarcastic. No, I, I completely agree. At the end of the day, this is typical right-wing politics. Well done. Hey. Well done to your team points. Um, but no, like obviously, as soon as he made the announcement about June the 1st, teachers... 
who are the people that know, who are the experts, who have been working in school. Legends! Just, yeah, they are the ones who know. But have the government engaged in any way, shape or form to speak to head teachers, to speak to school leaders, to get a true understanding of what it's what it's like, what it will be like when you reopen to more children? <laughs> so, no. so, so how was it? Well, I had a child pretending he was a horse and, he, and we had to check his mouth for splinters because he was eating a wood fence. <laughs> but they've not done that because they don't do that. They just make the policies how they see fit. They say they're following the, the science and they're clearly picking and choosing which science they want to follow. And now it's blown up in the face because they've realised realized it's not going to happen. It's just causing all this kerfuffle. Classic. Again, it'll be the teachers and schools who have to pick up the pieces and engage with families and parents and explain what's going on. Um, and they're just oh, it's just so clueless but do you know what it reminded me of right and I'm sure most people have uh, an uncle like this so we mentioned our uncle Terence on the podcast yeah. a few times now our uncle Terence was renowned for doing this sort of stuff where he'd promise you something oh, and then never man. ever deliver like honestly the amount of times he'd come round to our house and he'd go like right lads park tomorrow 10 o'clock yeah. I'll be there we'll have a game of footy right the amount of times we turned up at 10 o'clock and he was nowhere, nowhere to be seen, to be seen yeah. so many times and again we always would give the give him the benefit of the doubt we'd always like oh maybe he's busy maybe he's forgot he's got to work it was the Tess who cried wolf <laughs> on it then the day when he turned up we were like nah he's not going to be at the park but that's what this government are like like if you d- don't make these promises that you can't deliver on just be prepared I, I, what I would have appreciated is him just to go like we're just going to play it by ear just yeah. going to have to see how it goes yeah. like we've put 1st of June in the in the diary and we'll we'll try our best to support schools with it but in the meantime we'll actually because big gavlar gavlar yeah. Come down to the cellar for some popsicles. <laughs> he was going like, my door's always open. Yeah. I want to, he's, he's absolutely... I, I, the thing is, though, I always find that funny. I always, like, I saw that bit. That was when he did his press conference. Yeah. Where he was going like, I want to speak to the, to the schools. <laughs> to the and schools. I, and I want to, I, my door is <laughs> always open. And then, and then I'm just thinking to myself, Literally, you could just, you know, an honest teacher just knocking on the door. Hi, it's Miss Robinson from Cliff Clifton Primary School. And then you'd just be like, uh, Sandra, can, can you see her out? <laughs> I've got time today. <laughs> and obviously, now the talk, the discussions all around um, summer holidays. Right, yeah, and yeah, yeah. should schools be open summer holidays, weekends? That Michael Forshaw, he's a sir as well, old Ed of Hofstede, right? Offsod, he's an absolute tool. Why um, the programs are getting him on when he's got no authority, he's no longer the head of Ofsted, but he's just coming in going, Yes, teachers are gonna have to stand up and they're gonna have to start coming in on the weekends. And like we've not been coming into school, like any teacher who has been working from home hasn't been. I think that he's honestly, and I this is what does grind my gears. Obviously, I'm coming at it from a from a school support staff point of view as a HLTA, like, yeah, and I know you always have a, a like, rib me. I have been getting all my work done, and that's alongside, obviously, two young children at home. My wife, who's a year six teacher, has been teaching live lessons and been doing all this. It's, 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 I'm working harder, genuinely. Not just necessarily with schoolwork, but I'm working harder 
at home than I would be at school because especially at this time of the year you can't play rounders on Zoom well this is what I was saying as well this is what I was thinking as well you're completely right and I think those what you're saying there completely echoes what every school staff yeah but that guy that that Ofsted guy who's saying oh the weekends toss (laughs) you sure (laughs) do you know what I mean like Monday, I don't, this is what annoys me. But you get the classic people, the classic people who come up. And the thing is, I'm talking, I'm talking. Hopefully, on behalf of the T, the TAs and the HLTAs and the and the kitchen staff and the office staff and whatever. Because obviously, everyone always says teachers, don't they? Yeah. But like you always say, like that that means everyone because we're all yeah, yeah. We all do that job. We all at some point. Yeah. Um, Educate. Exactly. And you know, you get the people who are just like, oh, they, you know, they, they get enough time off, they can. Excuse me. Shut up. You know, shut your mouth. Don't make me go to Ross Kemp on you. It, 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 genuinely, it, it, you'll see a bit of passion from me because it does. It, I, it gets mad. Man, this, this I, is this. You're seeing. This is the first on the podcast in that the other Mister P <laughs> is standing up and he's running. Yeah, there, there's a vein coming out of his head. <laughs> no, but like my my wife, who you know, she's up every single day. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Why are you laughing? No, it's the way sometimes you say it and then you take a pause and the pause makes me think that's the sentence. Like, it's my wife, right? She's up every day. <laughs> no. Like, she, contextualise she, it. No, she, no, right. She, it she, tickles no, me, come on. She, no, know, you know, what I'm saying is we both get up. We've got, obviously, a, um, a one-year-old, a four-year-old. The one-year-old up literally half five every morning. Yeah. So we try and take it in turns, but majority of the time we're both up. Then the little one will get up, and then it's trying to keep them calm, trying to keep them entertained, and then and then Kim will be like, right, I need to go and do this for my work. I'm like, right, off you go. And then when she comes back down, she's just been working. Then when she comes down, I've got to then go and do something. So then you've got the two kids there. But then, this is the thing, uh, my wife was teaching an online Zoom lesson, and I'm sat there with Max, right, my little one-year-old boy, and he's chilled, you know, he's chilled. Yeah. And then Isla went, I need a wee. And I said, well, we asked you if you needed this classic, innit? We asked yeah. you if you needed a wee before mummy went up. I'll just need a wee. I don't want to see mummy. But she had that, that glare in her eyes. <laughs> Sorry. I went, right. And so I grabbed Max and lift, carried Max. I'm like, right, let's go. Went into the toilet. Obviously, Isla went to the loo. And, um, and then, literally, she pulled the kex up and bombed it past the door as I was holding Max and I was just kind of like I don't want to drop him yeah. and then she barged into where Kim was doing the online lesson yeah. which was in Isla's bedroom because it's obviously got loads of books and stuff yeah. in it and she didn't want to do it in our bedroom because <laughs> you don't have me me and Cribs <laughs> hey kids this is where the magic happens <laughs> jumping on the bed but then so she, she just wandered in to yeah. Kim's Zoom lesson and, and it's funny because one of the teachers that we know Rich and I think he listens to the pod now. He didn't before lockdown, but sat in Rich, <laughs> and um, he 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 was laughing because he was he texted Kim saying, "Oh, it's so funny when Isla came in. I could hear Adam, and I was thinking, could he? Because I was just kind of going, get on, get on, come on, come on. Because I thought, oh God, I don't know what she's going to do. <laughs> yeah, you know. So it's it, what 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 the reason why I said that is is so frustrating is. Because it's all day. I mean, we're up at R5. Kids don't go to bed till 8. You do not get a second. It's, yeah. it's And I'm not just saying that for people who have kids. Obviously, it's a, it's a, an extra load. Yeah. But I know teachers who haven't got kids who are who are doing tons of stuff at yeah. home. And they're not even talked about. Like, 
people are people are complaining because obviously some parents are struggling with their children at home. Yeah. And their kids, they're fearing that the kids will fall behind. But at the end of the day, it's, it's a global pandemic. It's yeah. a pan, it's a pandemic. We can't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Cheesy well, bananas. Could be a Stop pandemic. banging your chain. But well, this is the thing. Like everyone's in the same situation, so the likelihood is everyone will take a bit of a. You know, step back. Yeah. I think. And, and when it comes to jobs in in fifteen years' time, you won't need fifteen GCSEs to get in. You might only need one because of the <laughs> pandemic. Do you know what I mean? Oh, sorry, you can't be a lawyer, but I got an A in art. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I want to be a journalist. What did you get in English? A U. But I got a, I got a B in DT. Well, you can build the desks. Is it, is uh, what I mean, it will. It will work. It, will, it has to work. Well, we'll get through it. This is the thing. It'll happen, but you know, get into- Oh, jeez, Dad, not the car again. Oh, happens all the time with old Betsy. Have you checked out Carvana yet? They have thousands of cars for under twenty thousand dollars. But do those thousands of cars have personality like old Betsy? Betsy's held together by tape, and there are raccoons living in the engine. It's a family car. Uh, there are flames on the hood. Ah, custom paint job. No, Dad, the car's on fire. How many cars did you say Carvana had? Visit Carvana.com to shop thousands of cars for under twenty thousand dollars. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. It is, it is tough and it is tough with your own kids and then you, you, you've got to remember that so many teachers have been in school every single day looking after key worker children, vulnerable children putting themselves and it's this, into danger as well yeah, putting themselves at risk so it's not, this, this that notion that teachers just sat about dossing doing nothing, it's just so frustrate, frustrating but the summer holidays argument is ridiculous because of a just a couple of reasons. Number one, um, teachers and school staff aren't paid for the summer holidays. You're paid term time. So if you're going to open up some, for summer, then you're going to have to pay teachers to do it. The other thing is, if you do bring all the children back, you, the problem with it is you can't social distance. The number of children, the way school's building yeah, up. Yeah. So then there's arguments, well, why don't we open up school halls and why don't we open up this? Then you're like, well, where are the staff? Whether we've got this teacher recruitment retention crisis anyway oh we'll get parents in right who's DBS checking them who's the safeguarding nightmare yeah and then printers when you go to schools and then printers that print out them badges when they always take a terrible photo yeah, yeah. you know them logging in things yeah you always make a typo so yeah. you have to go back then you take a picture and how grim is it when someone else is in there photobombs you and you have to no not photobombs you but they're looking at you Whenever I go to sporting competitions and that, can you sign in? I've got all my kids there going. <laughs> and I'm always just like, I try and, t- you know, tuck my chins in. Just like, and then they print it out and I always just go, yeah, that's fine. A couple of years ago, I'd be like, can I redo it? <laughs> can I redo it? I have to do that every time I visit a school. I always just pull silly faces now. I, it's always a terrible low angle as well. Oh, it is. So it's, it's, it's very... Jürgen chins. It's, minute. Yeah, it is. It's absolute chins for days. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so um, for sure, and his argument about summer holidays and weekends and all that is just f- forget it. Now, yes, there's a valid argument about vulnerable families and the um, disadvantaged and the grow it that's going to grow and widen. But let's not forget that just the other day, the government have now voted against free school meals. So it, it, whatever they say around, you know, we don't want anyone to suffer because of this 
pandemic, no, because of this pandemic, and we want to make sure we provide. They're taking away free school meals for children, so don't oh, yeah, put it on. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah. For how long? They're just scrapping it. They're scrapping the idea. So, how, so what, what happens if a family can't afford school meals? Well, it was no. The the, the, the thing was every key stage one child would get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Month, yeah. So they're taking that away, and it'll just be children who qualify. It'll be all oh, right. Okay, that's, I thought you were saying about literally. Yeah, it's just well, that's an absolute joke, shop. You know, so. it's like this. What annoys me about the government is is the way they hit the line of you know. Um, we want schools to be open because there's so many disadvantaged children. Well, why are they disadvantaged? Whose fault is it that the disadvantaged... Is it not the government's austerity measures over the past 10 years that have created more children in poverty than ever before, and yet you make it out like it's all down to schools can only ever do so much? And the work schools do is unbelievable. And the support they give give children, not just educationally now, because this is the one thing that's come out of the whole lockdown situation. Schools are so much more than a school. They're a community. They're a... They're a Family. Yeah, they're a family for so many schools. They're a place of refuge and safety for children in schools. And yet, oh, just why... Do you know what else I say as well? Just to finish this, because it's getting very political, and that's way above my pay grade. Because <laughs> um, I'm only turned down, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> is, um, is, at the end of the day, yes, you know, children who are off, and, you know, whether disadvantaged or not, when it comes down to, say, if we all go, it, you know, if we go back in September or whenever we're safe to go back and it goes back to some sort of normality, yes, there will be gaps in knowledge. Yes, there will be behaviour issues. Yes, there will be other things. But teachers are quality. That's yeah, why yeah. the teachers... So we, we... I'm saying we. You know, I know that my school personally and I know that my wife's school personally will sort that out. They will yeah. work to the bone to make sure that these kids get the gaps, get the chance and get a fair crack. Because that's what it's all about. That's why you're in the job. Exactly. Well done. Thank you. Well, that was another argument. It's like the fact that schools don't ruin aren't. It now. No, no. I'm just saying. One of the arguments from someone in the government, I can't remember, was you know if schools don't reopen, then the past ten years of narrowing the gap will have been for nothing. And it's like, wait, you're telling me that ten years worth of work is going to be lost because of a term? Mm. Like, behave. Well, the thing is, it's... yes, there's going to be a few gaps, but you know. I've, I've said from day one about lockdown teaching with parents is it's just about keeping the kids ticking over. Yeah. Keep, keeping their brains engaged in as much as you can. You're never going to be able to replicate school. You're never going to be, be able to replicate <laughs> the classroom environment. But let's just keep them ticking over. Let's just keep them reading, 20 minutes a day reading, practicing times tables, doing some calculations. But then there's so much education that can come from all the aspects of gardening, going on bike rides, exercise, all that sort of stuff. You know... Uh, we'll pick up the pieces when it comes to it. Whenever we're back to normal, that we'll make sure the kids do progress. That's what I mean. I think I think people just need to. It's a worldwide pandemic, and I know that some countries are are coming out of it sooner than we are. But it, it doesn't really matter. The whole world is suffering, and there's, yeah. and there's people who have lost family members and things like. That. At the end of the day, when it's back to normal it will get sorted. Yeah, and so we just got to make that. sure that when it does get back to normal, it's safe. Get me everyone. in the houses, Parliament. Talking about how you walked in on Kim doing that online Zoom lesson, this was something someone shared to the group. Uh, husband, My husband is working from home during lockdown. His office is full of boring, stuffy shirts who were always also working from home, and I thought it'd be hilarious one day while he was on quite an important teleconference. 
teleconference <laughs> is that word Hello. meeting to burst into the office pull my top up and waggle my boobs at him what it wasn't a quick flash it was a prolonged bouncing episode that was probably quite horrible to behold and uh, then I realised that he has quite a big mirror so it's basically like me sat here and then you're behind yeah, the yeah, laptop so the and you're like can't yeah. See. yeah 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 then I realised... Are you trying to get me to wave my chippies? <laughs> then I realised that he has quite a big mirror behind his head and I was standing facing him behind his computer screen performing. Literally everyone who was on the conference call would have been able to see the reflection <laughs> behind his head. Oh my God. They had a full-on full Monty. I was horrified when I realised everyone could see. They were all too polite to say anything, but they could have not seen... I, I, bet, I bet there's so I many love that though they were, they were far too nice to say anything <laughs> the guy's wife what, what do they expect someone to be like nice jerks <laughs> do you know what I mean so anyway you gotta got link that you gotta link for that Zoom meeting Leo. what <laughs> sounds decent. I bet there's some funny stories from some Zoom no I know but like I seen, like, do you know what I mean when she's like they were really polite <laughs> say if she's Mrs Anderson imagine just like uh, Mr Anderson I can see Mrs. Anderson's <laughs> Bristol cities. <laughs> oh, right. So let's get into the next feature. Monday morning, jumped out of bed and put on my Ugg boots. I got in the car, I'm 10 minutes late to get to the school gate. Sign in reception, my heart's in my hand to ask you a question. Cause I know that you've got nothing to do Can I be weird and inappropriate now? Say yes, say yes, I'll I'll try to be fast It's gonna make you squirm and uncomfortable now But don't worry Cause it'll feature on the podcast Parents can be so rude Teachers are human too Okay, so weird parent interactions that we've had. And again, we've had loads shared. And these can just be weird things parents have said to you, weird places to meet parents. I know we asked that, and we'll come on to that in another episode, looking at, you know, the most cringy place to, to sort of meet a parent. But some of these, get this one right. I was long-term supply teacher at a junior school in Luton, when one parent's evening, a mum came in and promptly burst into hysterical floods of tears. She came home early because of seeing me, only to find her husband fully dressed in women's clothes and covered in makeup. She'd walked straight out and come to school and wanted advice on what to do. Don't recall the answer ever being taught in a teaching lecture. She moved between laughing and crying hysterically and it was obviously catching. I was running nearly an hour late by the time she left and spent all night trying hard not to burst into hysterical fits. And that was equally as funny. It, it, equally funny and awful for her. Was that I, a parents' evening? A parents' evening. I was thinking the kid would be buzzing with that though, wouldn't you? I mean, I know that you like, obviously, you know... What do you mean? A kid well, would potentially be... discovering your dad in drag. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, if you say if you were like me and you said dread parents' <laughs> evening... But then something like that happened, and then she, your mum, would come back, and then you'd be like, "You okay, mum?" And then she'd just be like, "Everything's fine, everything." I'd just be like, "Sick." But I was. What made me giggle at that was like, imagine being in the teacher 
sat down and been your notes are ready with your books <laughs> with the books placed out let's talk about yeah. Jonathan's progress I can't really talk about Jonathan's progress because no. I've just found his dad in track he'd be like what should and then what should I do what would you say what would oh. you um it just, what would you say you'd just be like Paul O'Grady's <laughs> Makes a good living. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, oh, that's funny. Right, here's another one. Here's the another shock, one the shock factor there, though, isn't it? Yeah, right. This is this is a bit of an O as well. Um, as a nursery teacher in a small primary school, we see trends of illnesses and infections which spread around the children and staff year upon year. It was the turn of the chicken pox. The little red spots were popping up left, right and centre. I like this. A couple of days passed and a parent approached me for a chat. She started the conversation, looked at my face, stopped speaking, and then said, Oh no, I didn't realise you had chicken pox too. I hadn't. Well, not since I was seven anyway. I awk- awkwardly replied, uh, That's just unfortunately my acne. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, I knew it was coming, yeah, it was still good. Oh, that is that honestly. Oh, that's that, so. I, this is the thing. You can yeah. have like you can have like awkward O's with with people and and in in everyday life, and you can have O's with with coworkers. But an O with a parent is uh, it's a special kind of O, isn't it? it? It's, it is, a, it's it a real gut sucking O. <laughs> um, she arrived the next day with an apology card and a Terry's chocolate <laughs> orange and some Johnson's face cream. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, here's one, la- one last one. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> no, that's just my face. I, 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 I actually like stop mid sentence, like took a step back, like didn't realise you had it. How, how, how absolutely rude is that? And him just like, eh, it's my acne actually. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, finally uh, come to head. <laughs> I tell you what, though, if someone brought me a ch- Terry's chocolate orange, I'm, I'm not a fan. I don't think fruit and chocolate... Well, saying that, I like fruit and nut, but I'm just not a fan of chocolate orange. Anyway, we had a no-guns... <laughs> we had a no-guns policy at our school. Um, <laughs> doesn't every school... <laughs> I don't know, yeah. I don't know a school that, uh, that has that other policy. Is this an American school? No, 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 I don't think so. No, they have it as well. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We had a no-guns policy at our school, so discouraged children from making them from Lego, playing mm. shooting games at playtime, etc. Despite this, Gavin the gun was still Gavin obsessed. the gun? Yeah. <laughs> Two guns, Gavin! Um, to get him to school minus meltdown, his mum let him have his toy gun as long as it went no further than the bridge over the little stream at the school entrance. Can you imagine him walking up? <laughs> <laughs> this school ain't all the, big all, enough all the, for the... Cla- all the classroom doors closing <laughs> <laughs> fine until granddad took Gavin the gun to school in his car the gun was left on the back seat <laughs> the back, the back, what? what was it left on? <laughs> Sorry. the gun was left on the back seat whilst they walked to the bridge to say their farewells meanwhile a parent seeing the quite realistic gun on the seat of the car they didn't recognise decided to be a good citizen and call the police. Oh, how realistic was Gab's gun? <laughs> My God, a full-on, absolutely loaded weapon. 
But the granddad was like, AK-47. But, but the granddad was like, 40 I'm Gavin. A good girl, Gavin. <laughs> I'm a good girl, lad. Suddenly getting cuffed. Hey, you're bleeding. Pillocks. <laughs> As the police station was two minutes away, they were almost immediately there. So granddad found himself in his car surrounded. <laughs> I don't know what's pleading. <laughs> Stay awake. Yeah. Yeah. He found he had some explaining to do. After that, Gavin was gunless. <laughs> Just <laughs> Gavin. Imagine, imagine going into school with your nickname, Gav the Gun, and then coming the next day, gunless Gav. <laughs> hero to zero. <laughs> I fancy a gun, Gav. While your granddad's doing a twenty stretch. <laughs> Oh, Gav. Gav, Gav, Gav. Oh, Gav, Gav <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Right. Let's that's get into great. the next feature. Oh, my God, that's... Disgusting! Oh, proper! Disgusting! Well, there's some money, yes? Okay, so, disgusting thing from the primary classroom... And again, at the minute, we're just reeling through the thousands upon thousands of comments. You could put, you could put that kind of comment again. What's the most disgusting thing you've seen in primary school? Oh. It would still, it'd still absolutely land, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, here's one for you. I left my half-eaten Belvita breakfast bar on a desk where I'd been marking. A child kindly brought it to me after play to finish. After I popped it in my mouth and swallowed it, she admitted, "Might be a bit soggy because I sneezed on it and snot came out." <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 after it had finished oh man that's so grim um, a child washed his hands in the actual toilet bowl when asked to wash his hands in the toilets <laughs> <laughs> okay right so a boy stands up midway through reading a story and pulls down his trousers and pants what are you doing I ask look it's all boingy <laughs> Look, he says as he bounces up and down. Put me trousers, I say. But look, it's all boingy. Do you want to touch it? He says to the 29 children sat around him on the carpet. Do you want to feel my boingy willy? Please pull up your trousers, I say. But did you see it was all boingy? <laughs> all boingy, that he says. How's boingy. boingy spelled? Is it B-O-I-N-G-Y? Yeah, oh, as if I knew how to spell that. The simple words I don't know how to spell. Um, uh, I've got three left. I'm just going to whistle through right, this. Go one. To, share right, go two. So and this one, one says um, A child licked between the toes of a teacher who was reading the class a story. <laughs> How did he get through all of them? You know I mean, you, you, you feel a kid licking your toe. You'd be like, Whoa! But to every toe. Uh, right. Right, and on. then my other one. Um, this is a bit of an interactive one, so right. people at home listening can take a guess you can take a guess a child told me he had a present for me and then handed me a huge piece of what uh poo incorrect uh it's <coughs> not <coughs> last uh, time or it's double money for the other team <laughs> <laughs> um a huge piece of i don't know a child told me he had a present for me and then handed me a huge piece of his earwax. <laughs> I 
I would never have got it. I have to admit, I'd have been on the other team like, handed a huge piece of armpit hair. Les, we're going to go armpit hair? I'll say what he says. <laughs> it was earworks. Bam. Bam, I knew it. You said that, man. <laughs> Two boys stood outside having a pee contest. Other kids running through the streams. <laughs> like a water fight. Many covered in wee. We ran out of clothes to change them. There were three adults sorting this. Two adults brought in from somewhere else in the school to watch the others. A nursery group of 30. We still couldn't con- control the chaos that ensued. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um... Sorry, it didn't sound like it. It was hilarious. <laughs> I just took a sip of my drink. I just like was laughing as I drank my drink, and then we just like that is hilarious. Um, then this one, just to finish, a kid sneezed from three meters away <laughs> and snot landed in my eyes. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> God, Jonathan Edwards style, three metres. Okay, so someone posted in the um, group, it was Emma actually, listening to fi- uh, listening to 53, Emma Davis, I'm going backwards. I was thinking you should do a feature on strange teacher names. My reception teacher was called Miss Death. Oh, pronounced Diaf, poor woman. So I shared that on my Facebook page and, and, and again, it, it, it's got legs this. But some of the responses, and again, over 500. Um, So I'll just read a couple here, because some of them were brilliant. Right, so, uh, I'm Mrs. Biggerstaff. I was Mrs. Big Scarf for one year, and Mrs. Big Stuff. I once had an EYFS moderation visit from a Mrs. Flay, who said, please call me Sue. Sue Flay. Oh, nice. (laughs) Sue Flay. I giggled inside all day. Um, that sounds like classic Caroline Dickinson Dickinson I must admit I didn't get comments about my name I really expected to get more also I once had a PE teacher called Mr Game (laughs) (laughs) we're about to play a real big me Um, Zara Noyce right spell N-O-Y-C-E Noyce (laughs) both my mum and I work in schools so we've had some interesting spellings over the years Mrs Noyce is very common (laughs) Mrs Nose Miss Nice Um, not another one Carla not strange but my husband's school has a Mr Painter the art teacher (laughs) (laughs) well that brings me on to my one I'm sure I said earlier so I said it we had we had two DT teachers like across the years. Yeah. One was called Mr. Wood. I mean Mr. Wood in DT. <laughs> Mr. Wood. He used to have a proper gravelly voice as well. He used to be like, I'm Mr. Wood. And we'd be like, Come along, it's Mr. Wood. And then uh, and then in, in, in later years we had uh, D Thwaite. Mr. D Thwaite initials DT when we discovered that it was like it was one of the best days I've ever had in school his initials are DT and he teaches it you Uh, had Mr. Gregson in geography like so is mine (laughs) (laughs) no one ever says about mine shut up Gregson we had a we had a geography teacher called Mr. Cross yeah you cross me I cross you (laughs) Uh, I know a teacher called Mark 
King. <laughs> Mark King. And I, bet you, I bet if you ever met him, my name's Mark King. <laughs> hey, we're smart and hard there, Mark King. <laughs> Should be called Verbal Feedback. <laughs> yeah, first name Verbal, second name Feedback. Uh, and I was taught by a Mike Hunt dot 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 poor bloke and I know of a Mr. Treblecock (laughs) and there was an occasion where a Mrs. Dix was introduced in assembly as Mrs. Cox (laughs) but I can't go through I can't go through all of them there's just one here that stands out from a Mr. Harry Potter right I'm a PE teacher I get more laughs from parents now though don't think I've had a day of teaching without someone saying, You're a wizard! <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we playing Quidditch today, sir? <laughs> oh, I'm in the Harry Potter theme music <laughs> as I walk down the corridor. But is his I'm first not, name Harry? His name is Harry Potter. Oh my God, that's uh, hilarious. But I, I'm not being funny. If if Harry Potter was a teacher in my school, oh. you'd do it every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, every time. <laughs> Oh, oh, we'll so definitely cool. come back to some of them. Because we've got a famous <laughs> name. Like, our dad is called Michael Parkinson. Oh, yeah, which obviously yeah. doesn't mean much nowadays. But back in the day, he was like yeah. the biggest chat show host going, wasn't it? And um, his theme tune to his chat show was like... <laughs> and dad discovered it and we put it on his phone and it's his ringtone so it was a classic like oh yeah, Michael yeah. Parkinson his phone's ringing and it's the Parkinson theme tune do you remember he got an iPhone last year didn't he and he was just like can you put the Parkinson tone <laughs> I was like dad no one's heard the Parkinson tune in 10 years yeah oh uh, god some of them are so good some of them are so good we'll come back to it but make sure you do share any that you've come across um, at the website so right let's go on to the next feature. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 uh, listener stories. Uh, uh, Mr. P's bringing the heat, uh. Ha ha, can y'all hear that? Can y'all hear that? Ha ha, check it out, yeah. Okay, so general listener stories. I'll just start off with one, and uh, then Adam's got a couple as well. So, to set the scene, NQT year, year five, many moons ago, summer term, lots of SRE sessions going on. SRE? Sexual Relations Education. Hey, tell you what, you learn something new on this podcast every week. Early one morning, join the register, one child calls out saying, Miss, Jimmy's pulling all the hair out of his arms. Jimmy indignantly defends himself by saying, I'm just trying to groom my pubes. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly my SRE lessons left a lot to be desired. (laughs) That story started off so nice. I went like, year five, thank you, two years, summer term. And just just classic. Um, Right, I've got a few quick ones to run through here. So, uh, reading Aboriginal dream stories to a year, year two class. Teacher, does anyone know what a didgeridoo is? Pupil, yeah, it's one of them, pointing at his crotch. <laughs> Teacher, ooh, I wasn't thinking of that. Pupil, well, that's what my mum calls it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Because you, be so... you do come up with crazy names of stuff, don't you? Yeah. I remember when we were younger. Do you remember what Dad used to call it if we ever digged in there? No. Oh, oh, treasure on. chest. <laughs> He'd be like, you think me have a treasure chest? <laughs> 
I call them Ni- Niagara Falls to the kids. You just hit me my Niagara Falls. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I say, uh, I think I just say private's classic. Right, so. Yeah, another um, quick one here. Not n- First week in school reception class back, and it's been comical with lockdown confessions. Oh, yeah. Children saying, I didn't do any home learning. My mum said it was a load of rubbish. Our neighbours came round for dinner. Just no secrets. Oh, oh there's going to be so many. So many of them. Go on. Uh, recreating the panic of the citizens during the Great Pat Fire of London. Me and my support decided to start screaming, there's a fire, there's a fire, and running around the classroom full-on panicking, only to be informed that the local authority fire inspection team were in school. (laughs) 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 That's why. I mean, this is what I mean about this podcast. This is classic material. Um, This week, one of the children came to me with tape on his upper lip and over his nose. Look! This is what my mum does. <laughs> he then he then proceeds to peel the tape off. I'm sure his mum will be thrilled that we know her waxing habits. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, this is this is the main event. We've had, we've had the prelims. This is the main event. This I read this this morning and I have to admit I was laughing. I was laughing while squeezing it out because <laughs> I'm reading while I'm on the toilet. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, on. we had a new class mascot in one of the key stage one classes. In a staff meeting, the year two teacher told us that she hadn't any trouble with child X, as she let him sit on the carpet and stroke her beaver. <laughs> She had no idea why we were laughing. She was so naive. Billy Beaver was replaced with Billy Bear. Yes. Yes. Feel like Meg Ryan. Yes. I love that. Oh, that is the best. I feel um, bad because I always have them saved in my notes and then when, when I've done them I have to delete them and it, and it always feels that sad <laughs> did you oh, do getting, getting taken away there uh, right we've got a couple of questions guys I got a question for can I get an answer yeah 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 Mr. Peace I got a question for can I get an answer yeah yeah Okay, so I put out on my Insta story yesterday if anyone wants to share any funny, interesting questions for us to answer on the episode. So I'll just whiz whiz through a couple of them. Um, Did you ever have a crush on a cartoon character when you were young? Jessica Rabbit. Jessica, but didn't Dad have a weird... Your dad didn't, didn't Dad love Ariel from Little, Little Mermaid? Mermaid. She still talks about her. <laughs> She's about fourteen. <laughs> Real books, isn't she? she? Still, yeah, he took, like Isla calls Ariel Grandad's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit like lockdown needs to end. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. Do, do you know who I used to have a bit of feels for back in the day? Spinelli from Recess. Uh, Spinelli, which one? Spinelli. Spinelli. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I was I'm, thinking Gretchen. I don't want anyone Is think, it Gretchen? Yeah, Gretchen, yeah. I don't want anyone to think I'm weird, but I was, I was like the same age as, 
a Spinelli. <laughs> so it wasn't. It, it was completely, completely uh, okay. <laughs> Stay alert. It was. I was. I was the same age. Oh no, uh, Jessica Rabbit for me. Yeah, Jessica Rabbit though. She was. She was sexual. Uh, schools open over the summer holidays. Yes, no. I think effing no. Oh, we've already answered that, haven't we? Um, where do you do the pod when it rains? Already answered that. Have you organised Hull yet for the tour? No, but we it will be happening as soon as that sort of industry starts opening up again and people are back in work, we will get as many shows in as possible. I've uh, loads of shouts for Birmingham. Yeah. And I don't know why, because cause people people have said about like, I know you don't like it. And I, I've said this on, on the, the app last week. I have no problem with Birmingham. <laughs> you sound like making a conf- you know. Yeah. I did not have. I didn't drive to Barnard Castle. <laughs> yeah. Why is the other Mr. P so outrageously hung? Oh, that's you, that. Why have you. <laughs> Why have you added that to it? Yeah! <laughs> Oh, when you first put it up I saw it it was like a minute in and I just sent in why is the other Mr P so outrageous I then because your, your profile picture is not really <laughs> I was dead excited then when you were like why is the other Mr P I was thinking so funny and then when you went outrageously hung I was like she know what's the best and worst thing about lockdown Ooh. Uh, best thing is uh, more time, more time with the family. <laughs> you, I knew you were gonna. <laughs> no, but I no, knew you were gonna go cringe. No, there. it's not cringe. Well, what are you? No, because at the end of the day, I got to witness my son's first steps, which I would have probably missed. Yeah. So yeah. them moments are 100 percent the best moments of lockdown. Um, worst moments of lockdown is spending time with the kids. <laughs> is being with the kids for that long? Uh, no. Worst thing is it worst thing about lockdown or worst moment? Just worst, best thing and worst thing oh, about lockdown. Best thing is obviously just 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 being a little, uh, you know, just being a little family there. And then worst thing is probably just no football, no prem. I, I it has affected me. Yeah, but it's starting so, back next week, isn't it? Oh, is it? Um, right. So I think obviously being at home and being with the kids, but I'm I'm taking that out of the equation. I'm just putting your pants out, pal. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Because you're a liar, liar. <laughs> no, um, best thing, best, like... So that was your worst thing? <laughs> no, no, best, best thing about lockdown, I think, has been the growth of the podcast. Oh, yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> I think, like, if I'm thinking... Oh, yeah, that's well better than obviously... spending time with my family. <laughs> Obviously, this this personal like being around with the kids and stuff, but then you're not not being able to do stuffs annoying. Yeah, because like if you go on holiday or something, that's proper quality time when you're stuck in the house and you can't do anything. Like the last couple of weeks where we've been going on bike rides and the, the weather's been really nice, it's been amazing. But as soon as the weather turns and you're stuck in the house and there's nothing yeah, to it's, do, it's, it's it is tough. I, and the home learning stuff, like, is so. so I, I feel like you know if we if we're discussing this. Like really broadly, I, I would say I, I love the kind of stuff like you kind of know who your friends are more in lockdown, as in the people who you've really kind of kept in touch with, the people yeah. who have potentially done you a favor or or you know you've done Zoom quizzes with and things like that. That sort of stuff I think is brilliant. And I, I was saying this, and I, you know, 
I do a quiz with um, with my wife's work, obviously my ex work, yeah, and Cotney John and and a few other people are in it, um, and we've done that I think every week for the last maybe five or six weeks, seven, no, uh, well, it was probably about eight, eight maybe, yeah, and they've been amazing, funny, really kind of funny rounds that people have come up with about kind of the old school and everything like that. It's brilliant. So much so that I've got to say, I've got to say this because you're going to find this funny. So Cockney John was live on Zoom and he was sat there in a blue t-shirt and his glasses on and his hair looked a little bit ruffled. He just, he'd finished, yeah. the, he'd finished the day at school. And then uh, one of this, like Rich, who I spoke about before, hi Rich, if you're still with us. <laughs> uh, and he, he, his round was who's the terrible waxwork. So he put on like terrible, Madden, <laughs> yeah. kind of Madden Two Swords esque yeah, yeah. uh, waxworks, and you had to guess the person. And then he put one up that just looked the spit of John, <laughs> it, like as in what he was wearing. He had a blue top on, yeah. glasses, hair messed up. It was mad, and everyone had random guesses. And it turned out to be Sir Cliff Richard. Right? <laughs> so we absolutely cry laugh. So what we did the week after was everyone ordered, everyone apart from obviously John, ordered um, Cliff Richard masks. <laughs> and then we kept John in the waiting room of Zoom. Kept Cockney John in the waiting room of Zoom. And then invited him in and we were all in, in Cliff, <laughs> Cliff Richard. Masks. But then Rich went as far as to get a picture of... Well, he got a picture of me and Cockney John. Yeah. But then he put... Sir Cliff's waxwork head <laughs> over mine and then put Cliff and John in all different places in the world. And his round was, where are Cliff and John, right? And then every single question, because John was going like, would you just get on with it, bro? It's getting boring. And I kept going, it's not getting boring. Keep it going. He kept going, question three, where are Cliff and John? It was honestly the best. They were like at the Eiffel Tower and stuff. It's amazing. Uh, um, the worst thing about lockdown... Is probably the, the way it's affected uh, my job and stuff, but we've talked through that, haven't we? We're moving Copycats. forward. Copycats. <laughs> no, we're moving forward. Um, they've, they've already heard about that on Two Mr. C's in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe listeners could share funny names they've come across in school. I'll start off with Blue Bell and Cinnamon. <laughs> I still crack, crack up thinking of those names. Oh, that, that we, we, we'll come back to that. That's got to be a, a good one. The most crazy injuries occurred by teachers in school. Ooh. I accidentally severed my big toe off. <sighs> right, whoever sent that, if you're listening to this now, we need a more detailed recount. Was that recount it? I just severed that, my Well, it's on the Insta story, so you can only say Ooh. so much. Um, but so, funnily enough, someone did send through... Um, a little, a little story that sort of links to that. Received a message from my friend who is working in an early year setting. She'd sent a photo of a gash on her forehead and wrote, this is going to be a long week. I asked her what had happened and she replied, plastic cube to the forehead. I was quite, <laughs> <laughs> I was quite impressed by the boy's aim slash force. Oh, I bet, yeah. I mean, again, if you've got a classroom-based injury. I'll tell you when class... Well, not necessarily classroom-based, but school-based happens round winter when it's a bit icy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, changing jobs during lockdown. Is it wise when you're happy in your current job but have a job offer from a school closer to home and a better Ofsted report? Um, 
So to that person, I would say, don't judge a school by an Ofsted report. Um, that's my one of my golden rules of teaching. You can't judge a school by an Ofsted report because there's some amazing schools that are deemed requires improvement by Ofsted, and there's some terrible schools that are deemed outstanding by Ofsted. Ofsted's opinion on a school, in my in my opinion, is is ridiculous because it just depends on that inspector on that particular day. So, would you um, like my view on that? Go on. What was the question? <laughs> Changing jobs during lockdown, is it wise when you're happy in your current job? If you're happy in your current job and you feel challenged that you're being progressed in your school, but it says, I have a job offer from a school closer to home and they have a better Ofsted report. Well, like I would I would arguably agree with you and say, don't worry about the Ofsted report, but I just, I'd go along with this. Do you. Yeah. Just do you. Because the thing is, if you're happy at the place... It's the risk, isn't it? You, you go to another place. Yeah. You don't have the same kind of camaraderie with the staff. I was extremely lucky because I, I was a nervous wreck leaving my school. It was the only school I'd worked in. I'd met my wife there. My wife was still uh, there. You know, some of my best friends were there. And then I decided to leave to go and better myself. Yeah. And I was worried because I was thinking, what if, what if I've got no bounce? What if I've got no one to bounce off? What if people don't see me for who Mr. I am, P. the other Mr. P. You can't see me. Yeah. I'm the other Mr. P. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a tricky one. Moving, You've just got to weigh up the pros and cons. You've just got to do you. But what I would say is don't judge a school by the Ofsted report because, you know, at so many schools can absolutely hoodwink an inspector and come out with a great report, but then actually be terrible as far as workload and expectations and that sort of stuff. So... Um, yeah uh, right if you could have an unlimited stash of biscuit in a staff room which would it be I'm a type 1 diabetic I refuse to answer <laughs> I, I uh, what is it I choose my fifth invoke your fifth amendment I invoke amendment my rights. fifth amendment um, bourbon or a rich tea but if I if I go back <laughs> to my pre-diabetes days at malted milks oh really oh malted milks they're just so good I what? ate a whole pack in like <laughs> five minutes. Like the whole pack. What's your fa- favourite year group to teach and why? Have we answered? I'm sure. We've I don't know if we've answered. Do you know what? I, I, I like them all for different reasons. But if exactly, I had to choose... I think I think it's a I think it's a difficult question because every year group has the different strengths. But going and off going off um, me personally is I I've always been a year six man. Like always, yeah. just just I, I started my school life in year six. I was there for five years. I do all different year groups now, and I absolutely love it. But obviously, with the year sixes, you 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 more, you know, they're on my level. I loved the idea of teaching year six. Like when I first started, I wanted to be a year six teacher more than anything else. But then, as the years progressed, and the sats sort of snowballed into this ridiculous like. You love turning anything. No, but I'm just, just saying, I just, I just didn't want that accountability. I just wanted to go into year six and teach them. So go on, what year no. group's you? Uh, I like year four. I was about to say you're a foursman. Yeah. You are, you the quite, four horsemen. Three, four, five. Although I like EYFS. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, do you know, I like EYFS. I like one, two. <laughs> I don't mind three, four, five and six though. No, they all, like EYFS. I just love for just like we we talk about on the podcast each week. This is what I mean. It, the unpredictability. It's, it's difficult. I I personally I feel more comfortable, like just comfortable 
in a higher year group only because of my size. Obviously, I am a big guy. Yeah. You know, coming from Manchester, England, over 18 and a half stones. I worry about... pounds. I worry about standing on children yeah. or knocking them over or whatever. So when they're a bit bigger, I can still knock them over. But I like, I like year three, four, just because you've still got that innocence, but you can get quite they're a lot They're on a bit of them. a level, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. So, right, next one. If you weren't a teacher... Or work in education, what do you think you'd be doing? Should I answer like every primary school footballer? <laughs> I'd be a 31 year old footballer getting paid full time. Uh, oh, God, that's a tough question, that you know. I'd like to think that I'd. Um, <clears throat> well, do you know what? I had two, I had two jobs that I really. Working in a primary school and working with kids was my. Um, obviously. And, you know, I don't want to blow your trumpet because you can blow it enough yourself. <laughs> but, you know, when you were a primary school teacher, I loved the thought of that and I love working in a primary school. Uh, so that was always my my goal. But also, I remember going for... Um, I don't know if you know this, I was really close. I got offered a job at a... Um, like a retirement home, like an old I people's home, yeah. And I thought I could that, see you being good. Yeah, at I, that, I think that'd be quality because I, I, obviously I can I can chew their ear off and talk and you know about anything, and they, I'd enjoy hearing about random stuff from them. Not necessarily just that, but I don't mind the mucky stuff. <laughs> so uh, so I'll, you know that I would say probably that would yeah. be working with old people. Just I, I'm not going to lie, I absolutely love old people, love them. Yeah, um, so, I don't yeah. know what I. I Go on, actor, model. Well, I always wanted to be an actor when I was. Do you know you'd be? You'd be the IT guy. If you weren't in a school, you'd be you'd be sometimes in a school just fixing fixing the internet. I wouldn't because I when you say IT, I don't know the ins and outs. Like I can't be an IT guy. I don't know if I can't turn it off and turn it back on again. I'm done. Mm. Um, uh, but yeah, I always wanted to be an actor. I always wanted to be an actor. <laughs> <laughs> what, I did, you, you put your hand to your chin and looked into the distance of the shed and was like, I always wanted to be an actor. <laughs> so that, that, that'd probably be mine, yeah. Right, last question. Uh, other than Boris and Trump, what other impressions can Adam do really well? Well, thank you for saying you I do. You do a decent fury, Thank you, you for saying I do uh, Trump and uh, Boris Johnson well. Yeah, I did, didn't say. Oh, other than Boris and... Yeah, yeah thanks, okay. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but it's weird with impressions, because I had a mate who was... I never, I've never viewed myself as, a, as an impressionsman, ever, really. Um, but do you remember when I used to do, like... When I used to do, like, impressions of singers? <laughs> do you remember? It was, on a dri- it was on a drive from... I think we were going Alton Towers. It must have been about... I always remember it, because I remember you being sat in the front seat... And you were cry laughing because I kept requesting songs and then singing them. Do you not remember? No. Oh, what right. Songs? Let me remind you, right? There was what? Because I have always. Because it's funny. There was a video on my mate's Facebook uh, that kind of popped up in the memories. Oh, Facebook memories. Yeah, Facebook memories. And it was a video of me at a bus stop. Oh, let me check the year. This was five years ago. Right. right, and this was me singing Savage Garden uh, t- to the moon and back. Um, so I'm just going to play this video for you. I would fly to the moon 
If you be my baby. I mean, your shirt's disgusting. You might say, yeah, but look, look at what, look at what was the comments underneath it. Look at what I'd thrown up just before. <laughs> that what, that did you that video. That was that. that well, was, you chucked that. So, oh, th- so that that when I was at, when I was at the bus stop, that was because we all needed to pull over and go to the toilet. Yeah. And but just before we got in the taxi, I threw that up. Oh my! And it's God. a full chip. <laughs> a full. A full chip. Um, but do you remember... It is um, as well, I can vouch for that. Do you not remember... Do you remember this song? You remember that? Yeah. I like so I used to... I used, let me see if I still got it here. So I got a one hand in my pocket <laughs> and the other one smoking a cigarette. <laughs> I used to have the other one, mate. <laughs> Hannah. <laughs> Hannah, I got a one hand in my pocket. And the other one's giving a high five. <laughs> 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 oh, God, I've not done that in years. Oh, it plays with the vocals, that. Uh, any others? Uh, well, yeah, there's one of us, but I don't know if anyone... I don't know if anyone will know, so... <laughs> Blink-182 had this famous tune called I Miss You. So I'll play a bit of this, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, you remember this? So that's the I first... Like a bit of Blink-182. So that's the first guy. And then I used to do the second guy's bit. Wait, one sec. I'll, I'll play my... I'll do my bit. I'll do my bit, then play the real bit. Are you ready? Where are you? And I'm so sorry. I cannot sleep. I cannot breathe tonight. Right? Now this is the real version. This is the real version. Where are you? I'm so sorry. I can't sleep. I cannot dream tonight. Oh, I got a living truck. I got a living truck. I changed sleep. Sleep. So there you go. I need somebody at always. The more of Adam's impression. I hope everyone still loves my impressions, guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got a one hand in my pocket <laughs> and the other Mr. Peace flicking the bird. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And again, if you've got any other questions, <laughs> <laughs> get them shared at the... At the website, right. Um, okay, let's get into O of the episode. Oh, what a no. When you really make a terrible shout And you don't know what you're talking about Everyone remembers what I know Okay, so last episode we um, covered a couple of gri- cracking O's and then we've, we've turned that into one of those little GIF videos that we share and so there's a few of them that we need to read out but Adam's got an absolute perler, so he said. Well, I say, I say it's a perler, but this is one. This is a toe-curling, gut-wrenching, horror O. I have to admit, it's one of them O's where it's like, it's easily done 
But when it happens, it's ground, open up, and eat meh. Right. Right? So, hello to you both. Thanks for the weekly episodes during this tricky time. Sad to see two Mr. P's in Winchester in my diary for this Saturday. Next April can't come quick enough. In the meantime, we'll have to make do with my terrible O. (laughs) Great opening paragraph. That's probably the best opening of the episode. As with all great primary school office areas... Ours had a massive display of photos of all the staff members, outdated by about 20 years. Everyone has that, yeah. I've been at school for two years now, so know everyone well enough, but there's obviously things that I don't know about certain people. I get on really well with one of the ladies in the uh, the office team, and on regular occasions, as I procrastinated from marking my books at the end of the day, in future, don't put that long words in. <laughs> uh, but we've all been there. I would, stand, yeah. I would stand in the office and point and laugh at some of the ancient photos of staff members. I used to do that all the yeah. time. On one particular occasion, I decided to point to the office lady's photo. She had really short hair, nothing like the lock she sports now. And I proceeded to laugh uncontrollably <laughs> no. at the picture. Jesus Christ, look at your hair. Did you cut it yourself? To which she replied, no, that was after years of chemo for breast cancer. Oh, no. I know, how grim, how grim. My face went every shade of crimson and I could not have been more embarrassed. Oh. To this day, I can't even look at the wall. <laughs> oh, no. I, I read that this morning. I, I read that this morning and then was like, felt physically sick. <laughs> Because I have been there. I've, I, you've said stuff. Because there's different O's in there. There's the, the, the O that's so funny, but there's then the O oh, that is so just like the, just the absolute like where you kind of close your eyes like. Ugh. It's like you, I call it a painful O. <laughs> just like oh god. <sighs> it's like it's like oh dad made a painful one. Do you remember when we were in? Um, we were, I think we were wetting wetting um, my little girl's head, and we were all out and we were drinking and. One of my one of one of a, a lad who was in my year group from years ago uh, turned up, or it was something like that, and yeah. or he, he got brought up in conversation, and then my our dad said something like, "Oh, what's his dad saying? Is he cracked a smile yet? Because his dad used to be really miserable." And then someone was like, "No, he died like three weeks ago," oh. and my dad was just like. <laughs> Everyone was just like, ooh, that's one of the painful ones. Oh, that is, that's, that's, <laughs> crack. Oh. It's, it's bad for all, the, or good for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, but it's one of them, I mean, it's, it's, it, as long as it's innocent. Because yeah, she, yeah. she would have said it, because she was friendly with the person. I'd yeah, do yeah. something like that, yeah. I'd be like, Jesus, what's happened there? And it'd just be kind of like. Lockdown haircut, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Oh, no. <laughs> Right, yeah. we're going to finish the episode with a couple of confessions because some of the, some of the stories you're sending, guys, are absolutely brilliant, and keep keep sending them because they're really helping us with these weekly episodes. They're just brilliant. So here we go, confessions. Teacher confessions, man, I'm thrilled and I don't know what to do. I guess I gotta tell Mr. P's my confession. If I'm gonna tell it, then I gotta tell it out. Damn near cried when I sent that email. I'm so thrilled, I don't know what to do to tell Mr. P's my confession.
Okay, so a couple of confessions. Here we go. Um, this was before I became a teacher and worked in an office. I was getting ready for work in a rush after a big sesh the night before. Couldn't find any clean trousers, so put on the ones that I'd been wearing the day before that were crumpled on my bedroom floor. Got to work, made a cuppa and headed to my desk. Later that, day, later that day, I was in the kitchen and to my horror, pinned up on the staff notice board were my knickers with a note saying, whose are these? In a rush to get ready in the morning, I hadn't realised that my dirty knickers were still crumpled up in my trousers. I'd had nearly been working and just been working the way down my trouser leg on my way to work. And I'd rather unfortunately fallen out on the staff kitchen floor. Oh. They were on the off notice boards for a good week or so, with me having to play along with the office bants and guess who they might belong to, all the while trying to best not to turn the beetroot red. <laughs> the shame. Are they yours, Jane? <laughs> They're definitely not mine. My God, that um, is cringe. Right, this one... It, this, right, so the guilt, this guilt has loomed over me for six years oh, now. That, that's the start you want. It's a story of deceit, betrayal oh, and cowardice. My God, <laughs> is it BBC on a Sunday? <laughs> it all began one fateful night when I was in university on my primary B.Ed degree. It was my first placement in a school in Manchester. Naturally, I went to a comfort food of mine the night before, beans on a jacket potato with some scrambled egg. <laughs> I was expecting like kebab, burger and in, chips In brackets it says I was trying to build muscle But that's a different story The next day was a long anticipated first day To prove to myself that I'd made the right choice to become a teacher Now I love Mancunians for their bluntness, banter and quirky character Well, that's what this podcast's about Hey, you're listening to two of them, lad However, I was taken off guard when a little lad came up to me and asked you, sir, what the F is your name? I responded with, First of all, I respect your manners to call me sir, but less of the language. Where's your head teacher? My name is Mr. So-and-so. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, this was not the start of my teaching journey I'd expected. However, that school really did make me the teacher I am today, and I'm thankful beyond belief for the grounding it gave me. Later that day, I was in with the lad who had sworn at me in an English lesson, observing the class teacher teach to learn some questionable teaching methods. Now let's remember that I was nervous on my first day and had a rocky start to the morning and I didn't feel all too and comfortable. And a terrible meal the day before. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't feel all too comfortable in my life choices and I'd eaten a combination of beans and egg the night before. I silent yet incredibly... Sorry, I silent... A silent... It was I, but it should be A, I think. A silent yet incredibly deadly far escaped my tightly clasped butt cheeks. <laughs> Can tell it's an English teacher. Yeah, guy, yeah. Um, as I did not want to... Horrified! <laughs> yeah. As I did not want to embarrass myself in front of the attractive Miss Teaching. Needless to say, the class began to smell the atrocity and in no time so did Miss. She was not best pleased and asked whoever it is to own up. I saw the lad from the morning's profanity eyeing me, ready to snake me out. <laughs> However, I thought, sod that, he swore at me this morning, and I'm not about to be called out in front of the attractive teacher for farting. So I quickly turned and said out loud, Miss, I know who it was, and I think they need to go to the toilet. Ah, <laughs> oh, the classic. <laughs> who needs the toilet? 
and the lad was mortified as I placed my hand on his shoulder to guide him to the toilet <laughs> as he protested that he was innocent. All the time, I couldn't help feeling I'd got, ev- I'd got even for the greeting I'd received. <laughs> oh, but, right, okay. Do you, do you want another school... Well, do you want a juicy one to finish on? Or another... Because I've got another two here. So, all right, I'll go for this one. This one is... Um, this is this it, this is crazy, right? Um, so I was a teacher at a school, having a nightmare of a time. I was put on com- capability and was fed up of being observed pretty much every single day. One day, during an observation, I put an Alka Seltzer under my tongue. I then keeled over in front of the observer, and uh, well, keeled over, saying, "Oh, it's so hot." fell to the floor and began foaming at the mouth. They called an ambulance uh, and I was taken to hospital and signed off with stress for two weeks. I was then never observed again for the entire academic year and was taken off capabilities. (laughs) What? So so anyone out there who's worried about... And you're saying this podcast isn't educational. (laughs) Alka-Seltzer under the mouth. Bit of a drama performance in front of the observer. There you go. Off capabilities. My God. Right, we're going to finish the episode with a juicy one. Okay, here we go. I can feel it down in my plums. (laughs) The story starts at the first parents' evening of the year, early October, and it just so happened that it was also my birthday. During the evening, I chatted to a parent whose child wasn't in my class, but I'd I'd exchange smiles and niceties on a daily basis from the first day that our eyes met across a crowded playground. Ooh. Dun, dun. Hungry eyes. One look at you. I can do an Eric Coleman as well. I'm a gay. I'll be honest, she was very attractive and I maybe had checked the time of her parents' evening slot, so I just happened to be walking past to make a brew. (laughs) As she was waiting. Anyway, we had a brief chat. I dropped in, it was my birthday, and I could think of far better things to be doing than a parents' evening. Classic. Oh, God, I love that. Classic. You know, how you celebrate? I can think think of four more. (laughs) Four, four, four. (laughs) I can think of four more people I prefer to be doing than being here. I couldn't get it out of it. I knew I had it in my head, like, this is funny. The following morning, after collecting the children from the playground, I noticed her son coming out of my room. He said, morning, smiled and carried on. On my desk was an envelope and my name on the front. I opened it to find a birthday card with the message, to, said teacher. I thought you were going to say Mr. Pease. <laughs> no. Everybody, <laughs> everybody needs a card on their birthday. And I can think of much better things to be doing too. What? Love. Oh, she said Mom. that. Yeah, so... I the... thought he was saying it again. I was like, God, <laughs> every bit of the story. I can think of better things to be doing. <laughs> I was walking down the corridor. I can, I can think of better places to put my feet. <laughs> so the mum sent a card. Everyone needs a card on their birthday. And oh, I can yeah. think of much better things to be doing too. Love and a name. She'd then written a mobile number underneath... <sighs> I was very flattered, but as I was new to the school, I panicked, so took it to the deputy head to ask for advice. No, (laughs) no. After a lot of laughing, she said she'd look after the card and not to worry about it. Little did she know, 
I'd taken a photo of the card oh, and still had the number. Yeah, baby. I've since left. He's playing both there, isn't he? He's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I'm still interested in the parent, but then, hey, listen, this parent's trying it on. He's that, covering. That is classic. That that is great stuff because you're keeping on the positive, the the plus side of the SLT while also being dirty. <laughs> no. I've since left left the school. And oh, I just- bet you have. <laughs> Now you know the code, lad. <laughs> I've since left the school. And let's just say the parent in question has since proved to me there are much better things to be doing <laughs> than parents' evening. <laughs> that, is, that is unreal. Oh, I oh, love that. Wonderful stuff. Wonderful stuff. So, right. That brings us to the end of another episode, guys. <laughs> Thank you very, very much for listening. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. As always, if you've not yet left a review on Apple Podcasts, please, please do, because it does really, really help. And, of course, go to the website, twomrpspodcast.com, where you can share all of your stories, confessions, uh, nominations, just anything that you want to share. Um, but then you can also get tickets for that live podcast show we're going to do at the end of the year, the Two Mr. P's End of Term Extravaganza live episode streamed into your front room. Get your tickets now. Don't miss out. And we will be back next week. Yeah, uh, take care of yourselves and each other. <laughs>